Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. He has a lot of problems. Struggle to be top five in points at the end of the season. Wow. Don't bleach your, your hair, you're, you're a sellout. Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 256, and we are in studio here to wrap up round two of the 2024 Supercross season from San Francisco. Already a mutter. If you saw my reaction video from the race uh, on Saturday night, you know that I think mutters are lame. We'll get into that today. Uh, we're going to break down all the action, talk about some things we heard uh, throughout the day here, because obviously... It's now Sunday evening, so we've had about 24 hours to process and rewatch and uh, listen to interviews and everything else in between. In studio with me, as per usual, on a Supercross only deal, it is Cole with another melon hat. Is that what it is? Melon hat. Melon yeah. hat. Another one. This is a sweet one. Another one. That is, so, that. is That's neato. Yeah, Ethica released three of them. I don't have the first one in the series. Hmm. I want it. Have you figured out where to get those just hats as blanks? Uh, I would go on Import Yeti and look up Melon and see if you can find those supplier. What do you say? Cause I, I kind of messed with it one day, but I didn't go too deep with it. I would Because I would get one or get some and just get TLR coatings put on it. It'd be awesome. Yeah, so. these things are like, you definitely get what you pay for. This is a really nice hat. Like, yeah. You could go out there and bury your head in the pond out there and mm -hmm. it would come out looking sweet still. Sick. So, so all right. Yeah. Uh, so before we get started here, just want to thank our sponsors. So first up, as always, we are in the TLR Coatings studios. TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop, doing all your custom uh, powder coat and Cerakote needs there. Make sure to check them out at tlrcoatings.com or on all the major socials at TLR Coatings. And they're coming back to YouTube here soon because uh, I didn't have enough to do. So I decided, you know what, we should fire up that YouTube channel also because why not have 67 social medias to handle that would be great uh also on board with us complete racing solutions and complete racing solutions has these new express workouts they are 30 minutes or less daily or you know whatever however many days per week you can do they're 30 minutes or less uh coach rob can help you out with those make sure to check them out complete racing solutions.com i believe and i don't have this written in my notes so coach you can go ahead and find me for this uh, i believe it is like uh 22 dollars a month if you pay monthly and 50 dollars per month if you pay annually aka all at once uh so make sure to check them out again links in the description down below also on board with us here uh we have holster co with a reload rant which i do believe i have a rant here yes one. i do I've got one. Okay, great. Um, so we got we got Holster Co. Reload Rants. We have uh, Isaac Nelson Designs Digging Danger Zone update here for this week, which is going to be awesome. And uh, Maybe I should save my rant for that. Then. Okay, all right. And uh, um, uh, we also have Gutterworks on board with us, who got me this fresh hoodie the other day. I got a hat, too, but of course I didn't bring that out with me, mm. so... Uh, yeah, Kayla got a new vehicle, and we did yeah, her I wheels. Saw the wheels. I yeah, saw that. I know. She was stoked, dude. I, sh I do nothing but great work. All right. Yeah. So, well, anyway, uh, apparently, the people uh, in Discount Tire and Battle Creek, you do not do great work. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> We're not gonna go there. So, um, all right. So wrapping up round two here, San Francisco. 
Uh, it was a mutter. If you watched the reaction video, you kind of saw my rants in there about mutters. They're pointless. They're a waste of time. I don't understand. I also don't understand. And I said this. I said this in the qualifying show. I said this in the reaction show. And now I'm going to say it in the main show. Mm. If we go back to NorCal next year in the first three rounds and we have rain issues again, because last year, remember, Oakland got canceled. Like there was mass flooding. So we couldn't do Oakland when we wanted to there mm -hmm. at the beginning. Now we have this San Francisco round, which is just a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. If we go next year and there's rain issues, like, can we just stop or are we just going to continue to beat our head against the wall? Because like, this isn't fun. Uh, and yeah, anybody it, who thinks it's fun, like you need to get your head checked. Like this isn't racing. They're just trying to stand up. We have the race on, by the way. Well, it's. I'm going to differ with you a little bit. Because okay. I think if a guy can get through a mud round and do the follow the leader or whatever, do the survival, well-rounded rider. You know, you want to gargle Jed off. If you want to call him a well-rounded rider, he's missing it in the mud right now. Look, so I, I, I think this whoa. is a... You obviously didn't watch the reaction video. I was very clear. We have found Jet's weakness. It is Muddy Supercross. He's not. He's not good yeah, at Muddy so, Supercross. And now you're talking about taking Muddy Supercrosses away, so your boy can be better. No, no, that's where that you're is going. not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about watching this right now. It's just boring to like. There's nothing. There's nothing fun about this at all to me. As I said. They're okay when we get later in the year and we're back east and we don't have enclosed stadiums and stuff. Then they're okay. It breaks up the monotony once you get into round like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Th then that breaks it up. But round two, like, okay, now we go through round one, which is A1, which is always a weird race, so we don't really have much data to go off of there. Now we've got round two's a mutter. We have zero data to go off. Like, literally, we could come out next week and Chase and Eli could get, like freaking i don't know eighth and ninth that's and we just have to great, be though. we just have to be like okay well we don't really know um that's so, exactly why i think it's awesome but okay here's like tomac's back in the mix now I, yes so that roxon's back in the mix that like, made it cool that makes it cool that now we've got you know some some uh some differences in points here and things are things got mixed up it's not just jet running away with it so that's cool but Here's the thing. We don't run into this problem because obviously we are living the northeast here, essentially. And so we go to stadiums that are covered. We go to Detroit. We go to Indy. We go to St. Louis. All covered stadiums. We don't have this problem. It can be a fucking blizzard. doesn't matter. If I paid all that money to fly out to California and I had to watch this, I'd be fucking pissed. Core fan. Fucking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd I be mean, there. I mean, we did this at Destinations. But I would be... Yeah, okay, but this is something else that someone brought up in the comments. That's what makes outdoors great, is you're dealing with the elements. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to do that in Supercross. Supercross, I'm here to watch. It's kind of like... Uh, you feel Supercross should be dry all the time. Like, that should be Supercross. Supercross like, is not allowed in Supercross. Supercross is like the premier motorcycle Pinnacle. racing uh, for dirt bikes. Like... I'm here to watch them race. If I want to go watch a P-Dub class race, I'll just go to the local track and watch it. It's mm. no problem. Cost me next to nothing to do that. Mm. So I know we're going to get slayed in the comments. And make sure to comment down below with uh, your guys' thoughts on if you like mud races, if you don't like mud races, because um, this is an open discussion for this. Like I said, I, I my big issue right now is that it's round two. Yeah. Like I, I said, we get later in the season. It's fun to break up the monotony and see this, but... 
the first five rounds, I'm just trying to get a grasp on, okay, what's actually happening? Well, at least it's not last year where the second round got canceled. So we get a sweet A1, and then we're really, hell yeah, round two, and then it just gets canceled. Yeah, so, yeah, 100%. Um, so I guess be a little, a little more happy that we got this, but I don't know, man. It's, I guess I'm with you. It'd be better to have maybe later in the year, but I'm also on the stance of, you know, again, the elements coming into play and in, in seeing who can minimize the damage the most mm-hmm. on what's thrown at them. Yeah. Um, and I think that makes a, a more well-rounded champion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got, you know, say Tomac does go on to win the championship or something. He can claim his mud riding skills as how he got back in the fight. Yeah. And, or you could go vice versa for Jet. Mm-hmm. You know, he had one bad round in the mud because... You know, he didn't go out there and survive the best he could. He got a little antsy, dumped it. You yep. Know, I don't know. That's where I'm at with it. Me personally, I'm kind of down with mud riding just because my, <laughs> uh, you know, my racing days. That's what got me my result <clears throat> at Loretta's being in the mud. So yeah. Um, everybody's like, oh, it's a mud race. She didn't do that good, but I still fucking claim it. I'll claim it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing too. It was weird because it was raining. I mean, we could see it on the TV. It was raining all night, super hard. Oh yeah. And yeah. It, it definitely nev- didn't wipe the cameras off. Yeah, and it <laughs> yeah that that too. Um, and it nev- JT put a hat on. That he had to protect. The, <laughs> you the know hair. it's bad when he had to when put JT's a hat on. got a hat on. It's and an umbrella. It's bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, it never got like it never got better. Like usually, like you have that thick, heavy stuff like we saw in practice there. Mm-hmm. But then as it keeps raining, it basically just turns into you're just hydroplaning just everywhere. Yeah. And it never got that way. And a lot of the guys talked about that in interviews I saw. They were like, man, it was the weirdest dirt. Like even Prado, they asked him, they were like, dude, like, are you used to mud or like what? And he was, he said, he's like, I've never seen anything like, like this. This, this yeah. is a one-off thing. I've never seen dirt act like this. Oh, and here we're watching this yeah. too, which brings up my next point. Them having to wash the fucking bikes. Before they go back to the pit, oh, they had to walk them this whole way. No, no, no. That or no, you could oh, ri- wash. Them. Yeah, didn't you see that where they yeah, had to yeah, come yeah. off the track and wash it? Because heaven dude, forbid, hats off to the mechanics, dude. Y- well, yes, and those boys worked hard. But heaven forbid we get mud on the sidewalks. But hey, if you want to shit on the sidewalk, <laughs> throw your dirty fucking AIDS needle on the sidewalk or anything like that, no problem. But yeah. do not get that fucking dirt bike mud on that San Francisco sidewalk. Uh, I'm gonna be devil's advocate here. Oh though. boy, here we go. You got a, a muddy dirt bike is going to cause so much more havoc when you've got 50, 60 of them yeah. going back and forth. There's mud fucking everywhere. Yep. Think of destinations when people were pulling oh, out yeah. of that place. Think I, do you remember what the road looked like? Yeah, yep, there? yep. Took a while to get that washed yep. up. Whereas if somebody takes a fat shit on the sidewalk, you can go scoop it up and fucking be done with it. Scooping up shit is a little easier. They than, don't scoop it up. Okay, well, what do they do? <laughs> Just leave it there? Yeah. Well, that is a little small girth that's small girth there's like 80,000 people 80,000 homeless people in san francisco shitting on the sidewalk so you tell me how clean those sidewalks are it's not gonna look like manure haven't haven't you uh haven't you seen the debacle of like the only reason they cleaned up san francisco was because the chinese whatever the fuck he is came over i don't know that was a huge debacle that's Uh, that's a different avenue for me Look, we can get into politics here, okay? I know, I know. Uh, but anyway, um, I so I'm I'm kind of devil's advocate, just like I got a Vince Freeze jersey in my closet. Look, so. the the only reason I can see it is because where they were pitted, I don't know where you would wash the bikes there. Yeah. But again, I wasn't there, so I don't know the landscape, and like I haven't really even talked to Kev or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So she just goshed it into the bay, Pastrana style. <sighs> Dude, I don't know, man. That the whole thing to me was just crazy. And then yeah. like how far you got to go to the pits there, like holy crap, would yeah. that have sucked? I will say the pier was probably a cool vibe for the pits though. Probably super cool. Yeah, yeah. Being the, up against the water like that in the yep. boathouse or whatever, probably a, a cool vibe for yeah. sure. Yeah, but yeah. Um, as far as being a mechanic, God, that would have sucked. Yes. And especially a privateer, which I, I've got a little story I want to share here um, before we get into that. Well, right before we get into the 250 breakdown. But uh, before that, you know, we got to open up with. Opening ceremonies. Opening ceremonies. It's back. You guys loved it. You guys, well, I don't know about loved it, but a lot of you liked it. So uh, we're, so we're going to keep, keep it rolling. It. Yeah. Gonna keep it rolling. Can, maybe we'll... Uh, Maybe we'll make it a uh, sponsored segment. Maybe with at some, some of the point guys here. We got in the works, so we'll see. Um, we got a wait. graphics company, and my graphics are on the way. Nice. Okay, so uh, maybe they can be the sponsor of opening ceremony. We'll see. We'll see. And then, All we'll, right. and then we'll get the Supercross God voice in on it. <laughs> but uh, no, where are you at? I, let's see if you did a little bit of uh, music studying because I you were trashing the segment last week. Okay, yeah. So I didn't do too much here, okay? Um, I uh, I just happened to be listening to a song. Um, I thought, uh, and everybody's going to fucking slay me in the comments here again, so this song's for Jet. Um, uh, Pop Smoke, Invincible. No, for, for Jet here. Yeah, yeah. He probably should win a couple more races before we do that one, but I thought yeah. the song would be fitting yeah. after how last week went. Yeah. It's the only song I'd come out to in outdoors all year if I was him. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Ken Roxon next week. Okay. Um, and this is uh, a shout-out to, uh, I would call him a friend, Justin Hills. He's the, the bass guitarist for Sleeping With Sirens. Oh, yep, yep. Um, they've got a song called Legends. Okay. And I, I think it would bang in opening ceremonies, and especially with a guy like Roxon, who's yeah. somewhat legendary in our in our era right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of a punk rock guy. I think it would just fit really well. So if you don't know what song I'm talking to, go listen to Legends by Sleeping With Sirens. What's that one song? Uh, this is how legends are made. Who sings that? That's a different one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But I'm just saying. Um I don't know who sings that one. It's overplayed though. Yeah, when you're talking, but about. it would be that would be a good one for like Tomac or something. Yeah, Tomac, Deegan, uh, Jet. I mean, you could go down the list of any yeah, of these guys. Yeah, that's that's really I, good. I think it's got to be a little more personal, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Roxon's kind of like I said, kind of a punk rock guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I think no, Sleeping that's really Sirens good. Sirens can kind of fi- fall into that category, but uh, it's not one of their super popular songs. But is he friends I, with Ken too? What's that? Isn't he friends with Ken too? Uh, I think he's talked to him here and there. I know him in, in Fortner chat here and there. Okay. So. Anyway, Justin's a good dude. If you see him at the local tracks around here in Michigan, say what's up. Hmm. Not uh, Justin Hill, but yeah. Justin Hills. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll try to do some more research this week. And what I mean is I'll try to listen to some more music. <laughs> yeah, and come you're up not a music guy, huh? Something. No, I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks throughout yeah. the week. That's why. What about back? What about back in the day before podcasts were a thing? What do you mean? I mean, what'd you listen to when you were bouncing rev down campus? A lot of rap. You're a Lil Wayne guy. A lot of rap. Like no ceilings. Lil, yeah, <laughs> no worries. Uh, yeah, a lot of Lil Wayne, a lot of Lil M, or a lot of Eminem, a lot of uh, Fifty Cent. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yep. So twenty one questions. That yeah, and they're all about us. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So that would have been. Talk. I love some music talk. That would have. Uh, what was it? Uh, Two chains. 
Uh, two chains is a little after that era, though. Uh, no, nah, that would have been right in that That's because like three I, six mafia. Well, that too. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I can't really. It's really hard because I do enjoy some of their music, but because of what that whole uh, number and situation stands for and the the journey I've gone down here, it's hard to. For three six mafia. Yeah. I guess I don't. Yeah. You know what three? You know what. 666 stands for right yeah okay yeah so okay i got it i got when you it. when you start yeah, yeah when you start going down those so kind of like paths, this monster energy thing right here that's a super interesting thing to i don't know i was literally debating the other day knowing what i know we're with all this stuff we're going down the tlr tinfoil hat here <laughs> i was literally debating the other day i was like if they called and said hey we want to give you a bunch of money would i be able to take it from monster energy Yes. I don't know, man. They're a massive beverage company. Yeah, yes, I know, but there's things in my TLR tinfoil hat window that's like... Uh, oh, you think the cartel's laundering money through it? No, <laughs> not that, man. There's different stuff. I don't want to talk... Okay, we can't, we can't right. talk about Maybe it here. If I really want to go down this road, I'll ask after. Uh, <sighs> yes. That's opening ceremonies. If you, got, uh, if you got something down below for San Diego, you got a guy, or you got a... Got a song that you would like to ride out to? Uh, let us know. Yeah. So we can imagine it. Um, can bump it in the shower in the morning. Okay. So where do you want to go from here? Do you want to... Um, I'm want... going to fire it up with some Deegan talk. Okay. Then let's do our Isaac Nelson designs. No, Deegan! No, no. Oh. Hey, hold it. Hold it. This ain't... You could classify this as Deegan Danger Zone. We're... But I'm talking about... It's the Deegan Danger Zone, everyone. This is Deegan Hep, not Hayden Deegan. So we're having some Deegan talk. Oh so, my goodness! Uh, okay. I don't... Shout out to uh, Checkers four four eight on Twitter. Okay. We found this information. Chris uh, Reisenberg. Reisenberg. Yep. Um. So I'm gonna read the tweet out loud here. Okay. And this is kind of a cool story. So Deegan Hep only had his girlfriend with him in San Francisco. He was on a stock CRF 450 with just revalve suspension. He wrapped the rear brake pedal around the peg in the heat. So he hammered it back straight the best he could for the LCQ. Privateer. Yep. He came from 16th to 5th, and with two to go, the brake pedal broke off. Again. Or <laughs> broke off completely. So he passed into fourth place without the rear brake and made his first ever main. Hmm. So a stranger saw he qualified and washed his bike for him in the stadium. While he ran the one and a half miles to get goggles and gas. So then he lined up with soaked ass goggles because of him having to run in the rain from the pits all the way back. Lined up with soaked goggles from the run and no rear brake at all. And he was up to 12th and ended up 17th. Wow. So, uh, the, and Chris says it right here. These are privateer stories you rarely get to hear and are really cool. He's uh, been living in his van in the race tech parking lot. Oh, Jesus. And uh, chasing his dream and all that stuff. So that's a, a pretty cool story. That's something uh, that that kid is going to hang his hat on forever. Like, yep. hey, I broke my rear brake at a mutter. And this is one reason I like mutters because you can kind of get some cool layered yep. stories, like a layered chocolate cake they got out there. Yep. And uh, no, I just wanted to share that because I thought that was a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool that's... story there. <laughs> that's incredible oh man these privateers are absolutely i mean it's it's unreal the mm -hmm. stuff they go through to do but, that but guess what he's selling tickets got a cool story like that he paid his own entry fee <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. um um so no 
That's uh, my Deegan talk, but it's Deegan Hep, not the direction you, you thought no, I was going, huh? No, Now, let me ask you this, because this is something that's been brought up on Gypsy Tales here recently. Do you think that got, like, do you think we should limit the entries in Supercross to, say, 40 dudes per class or something? Mm, yeah, I think so. Um, and, like, and, like, not just make it where, like... Like no disrespect, but yeah, like no like disrespect and stuff. Yes, but like like that, okay. And not just dump them out on the street and be like, "Yeah, sorry, dude, like you can't be a pro racer anymore." But like either make Go the arena cross series better, or, or have a or have a, um, a feeder series, a feeder, a yeah, some sort of feeder series where like they can race that and it's more budget friendly and whatever uh, to allow them. And then, okay, cool, you finish. Uh, top five in that series over the course of the year. Then you get where you can actually enter into the other series, or you're like you're like first alternate for next year. That way, you would have like so like your top forty in points for each class would automatically be entered into the entire series for the next yeah. season, and then the and then first through fifth in the feeder series mm -hmm. would then be the first alternates for it so if somebody gets hurt boom we just pop you up that way we continue to yeah. have 40 dudes so we can fill the gates but we don't have but we don't have 67 privateer guys out in the pits who are in their van that don't even have an extra that brake pedal just, that are there for the bio yeah exactly yeah. so um you know, Jace has brought this up a lot, and again, we're the same way as Jace. Is like I, I have nothing but respect for these guys. They're faster than I'll ever dream to be on a dirt bike. But like, if we're gonna be the pointy tip of the sphere, I can't buy a Formula One car and just show up at a Formula One yeah, race I mean, and be like, "Yeah, I'm here to party." Yeah, you got a good point there. I, I think it. Uh, you could take the NASCAR model a little bit. I mean, it'll never happen just because of probably time restraints in the stadium and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. you could have like. The truck series. Yep. And that's your that's your guys that are trying okay. to get their foot in the door. But why and can't it be that? And the 250 class is like your Xfinity series. Yeah. That's yep. why I don't agree with the whole age thing. Nope, that I don't Xfinity either. Series and, and let those guys battle it out, make a living. And if he gets results and gets a shot, then he gets a shot in the cup car, mm -hmm. a.k.a. the 450 class. Yep. So I don't know, man. It's... And there's going to have to be more money to go around. But, and but here's the thing. Why hole. why can it not be that, okay? Everybody is there Friday for press anyway. Mm -hmm. Why can Friday... So on Friday, why do we not have the... Run a program on Friday. Yeah, yeah. the B-Main series. I was thinking about this the like other day. B-Main series. Yeah, yeah why do we not have a B-Main series? And then why do we not... Or the feeder series for both of them, whatever. And then why do we not have... Um, why do they not have like an hour of practice that day? So that that way then Saturday, instead of showing up at nine in the morning or eight in the morning or whatever, now we don't got to be, now they don't have to be there till noon. And then there's, you know, track walk to see if they made any changes. And then they do like one 10 minute practice. And then we do, or, you know, we do like, yeah, we do like a 15 minute practice, five minutes of free practice, 10 minutes of qualifying. And then we do a super pole and then we have the night show yeah, type stuff. Yeah, cool. Super Bowl would be Super Bowl has to happen at some point. Like they gotta dig their heads out of their butts here and and figure this out. Of like this would be great Epic. for everything. Yeah. And then, like I said, then you could have the feeder series, the the kids series, all that stuff 
on Friday. Yeah. And again, you have the the main guys, the forty four fifty guys, the forty two fifty guys on the track Friday for uh, an hour each, half hour, whatever. Make it a thirty minute practice mm-hmm. of like this is just free practice. We're not yeah. timing we'll anything. Figure out the bike, yep, figure out the bike, whatever. Because like I said, the, everybody's there Friday anyway, and there's you know. I don't even know how many guys that get to ride press every week. Why? Why are we? Why are we BSing around? Like, oh, we're not. We're not really in the stadium Friday. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're there. Everybody's there. Tracks built. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's just do Friday and Saturday. I mean, you showed it. They showed it with us. They showed it with SMX where we had the practices on Friday. What were they trying to do? Generate more money to get people to show up on Friday to you know whatever and do camping or whatever. Cool, let's just do it with this too. Yeah, and then they got some racing to watch. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's just, I mean, all the outdoors do it with camping and amateur days yeah. and all that stuff. So it's like, why are we? Why are we continuing with Supercross to just be like, oh, can't do that? Yeah, okay, yes, we can. Yeah, and I'm kind of with you on the. Uh, I guess I've never thought of it that way. Like, old Joe Blow can't go buy a Formula One car and try yes. to make it. Like, yes. If we if Supercross is the pinnacle and that's what you're gonna make it, you can't even buy it. It needs to be that way. Like even NASCAR, okay, I I guess, and I, I haven't followed NASCAR in a lot of years, but well, I guess you can kind of show can go up. Buy a car now. Yeah, but yeah, well, you can go buy a car, but what's the cost to entry for that car? Right. That then car you, is you what? Pull a sponsor in. Two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. at least. It's not a ten thousand dollar dirt bike with five thousand dollars suspension on it. Like like. Where that's still a lot of money, way more than I have. It's still something that like a lot of people could do. Yeah. I could I could apply for a new credit card and build a supercross bike tomorrow. No problem. Right. You know, so it's like let's just make it let's make it the pinnacle of the sphere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. So, because uh you ain't gonna catch my ass trying to ride a supercross track. Fuck that. Back at one time in my life I'd been like yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to go ride Supercross. Now, They're not bad. The shit and I'm like, uh-uh. it's not that bad, man. I you didn't ride one of those tracks. What are you talking about? What do you mean it's not that bad? I rode Kev's. You you don't think Kev's is a, is a fucking pro Supercross track? I don't think it compares to Dirtworks and some of the pointy shit that they got. Dirtworks built it. A- as pointy as this though, his by yeah. the time you rode it, he had burnt some laps in. I mean, I guess. So it's like riding a practice track that these guys ride, all right? But going... I mean, I yes, there's no tough blocks, so I'm not staring at tough blocks. And yes, there's... I don't it know. was burnt in a little bit. There, I'll ride it, and uh, maybe it'll change my tune. But, uh... I mean, if you want to call my stuff not that, a you're correct. track versus racing a supercross track? Maybe I didn't say I wanted to go race it. I just like riding them. It... As far as riding goes, it's not that bad. I feel more sketchy with motocross tracks than I do on a supercross track. Because motocross tracks, a lot of them are made that you can go very, very fast. Mm-hmm. And as the saying goes, speed kills. So yeah. when I'm out on that motocross track and I'm flying and all of a sudden there's a rut that got blown out or whatever that wasn't there the lap before, that becomes a quick a problem very quickly. On this, if I jump, the first double going into a section and I case that thing, I'm right on those brakes and nothing's happening. I'm just broke. And yeah, well, yeah, that's a thing too. But, uh, yeah. So no, man, I don't know this. I don't know. Maybe if you ever go back down there, I'll go try to ride it. I mean, when you're not trying to go three, four, four or three, four, five, you know, and I mean, I, I guess 
and, take that back and like, throw it upside down. I would like down. to ride supercross, but to ride at the level these guys have to ride. Oh yeah, and no jump way. The shit that I don't want to jump. Oh yeah, no way. Yeah, no way. I'm out on that. Yeah. But for an old guy, the flat track that doesn't have a bunch of ruts that I can just whatever. I've been thinking about like trying to figure out like oh and there's Jack crashing. I've been thinking about trying to figure out like uh uh how to teach myself how to do whoops without getting hurt. Mm. Like not big whoops. But somebody somewhere I was reading or listening to something, and they were like, yeah, so you build a whoop section with, like, four whoops in it. You so just that, figure out how to get started. In yeah, yeah, so that, that way you're just getting started, and then you bounce out, and then you just add a whoop every time. And then you just slowly make them a little bit oh, bigger. Build it. I'll come over here. I'm build thinking it, about it. Come. I'm thinking about it. Because, like, I don't... Even even when I was at Kev's house, he was like, look, man, if you do want to go through whoops, he's like, number one, don't let off. And he's like, number two, just start and like angle this way. So like you just kind of hit a few and go off. Yeah. He's like, he's like, cause you can, he's like, as long as you don't lose speed and you like maintain your body position, he told me, he's like, you can go through them without like stew speeding through them. Mm -hmm. He's like, and it's not that bad. So I don't know, man. It's, that's, you know a fat old guy who broke his ankle on a fucking finish line jump. So whatever. Yep. Yep. So whatever. Anyway. All right. Let's, uh, Oh, do we want to, did you want to talk about the other Deegan right now too? Before we uh, move on? No, let's save that. Let's okay. Save that. All we right. Did, we did one segment, got off the rails here. Let's get into our uh, 450 review. Yeah. So, uh, comment anyway. down below what you guys think. Like, should we make, like a 40 man 450 or comment just comment your thoughts on how you think we should progress the sport because we've been doing the same thing now for 50 years yeah it's time to start moving and things taking a little bit of a step into moving the sport with smx and stuff but i think yeah they need to figure out if they want to make this the pinnacle and if, it, if it's going to be the pinnacle then how do you get there you yes know what i mean so yes and uh and and i don't even want to hear here so let me just let me just do this I don't even want to badmouth Feld because I do believe that Feld and Prater and them are trying to make steps to make things different and better. I know that I've listened to a lot of interviews with uh, Wygant and JT um, talking about how they went to the press thing or whatever with Feld and they were basically like, okay, no, no money. Money's not an option. What can we do to make things better? So, and I know there's been a lot floated out that like they're really trying to do the onboard camera thing mm-hmm. which i like i i agree with jace from gypsy tales a lot of if we had onboard cameras and onboard communication where we could lit where they could kind of talk back and forth the rider and the mechanic yeah. and we could listen to that even if it's not a lot um and uh like the onboard cameras so that i could pay for the app on my computer or whatever and Just i could watch whoever stream, yeah. yeah um i think that would be great for the sport well, I think, yeah, it, even if it's not just the, like, I think the rider and the mechanic wouldn't talk to each other very often. I think that'd be, everything's so mental in this game. You say one thing in here and you lose focus, you're done. May, so. Maybe. Jace has broke this down a lot, so go listen to him if you guys want to really know. Yeah. And I agree with a lot of what he's saying about but, it. But I do like, like, what's the team manager uh-huh. calling down to the, yeah. from the tower? And, you know, what's the suspension guy saying up in section 510? Yes. Like, Yes. Yeah, stuff like that. 
Um, yes, and I think that would all be super interesting to a hear or have available to us or whatever mm-hmm. too. You know, like I want to hear the guy from KYB saying, you know, because they're hey, usually Japanese, here, yeah. saying fork stroke low or whatever, yeah. however they talk, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, hear that. So and then, uh, yeah, one last thing I'll say before we move on. But, and uh, there's jet crashing again. Oh, there goes your soul. <laughs> They're just throwing those goggles off, just pissed. Well, I mean, I would be too. Do you see that whole set of roll-offs just hanging off the side? That's yeah. rough, dude. That's yeah. rough. It was a rough night. Never anyway. ran roll-offs, so I don't know. But uh, I think it is a good thing that you, you're you starting to see a little bit of a changing of the guard in the media where you've got guys like Wygant that have come from the trenches, a guy mm-hmm. like Jason Thomas who's come from the trenches as a racer. We probably shouldn't go down this avenue because I was ranting about this last night. On your... I didn't listen. No, to nope, not on the show. Period. Yeah, I just in private. Yes, I'm, I'm not. You, ra- don't, you don't like that these guys are in there? Uh, no, those guys are fine. Ricky needs to go. I was listening to the press conference, and there was some other things that I was really excited about. Um, but we're not going to get into that. Okay. We're going right. to just keep flowing. We'll talk about that when we quit recording. Okay, so maybe. Uh, okay, I'll just. I do like that Weege is getting his shot here with Supercross. I think that's fantastic. Um, If I have to listen to Ricky tell me that it's like pushing a fucking wheelbarrow again, though, like, shut the fuck up, man. (laughs) Did you you see the tweet I put out on our page? No. no. I I said, if there's a word of the day that I don't know about, is it wheelbarrow? And if it is, (laughs) Ricky's nailing it. (laughs) And then at the end, it was dead silent, and the poor guy goes... Yeah, corroborate or something right at the oh, end. Oh, dude, I know. And he, I'm just like, like I, holy I don't know smoke. what it was if he's, you know, really rusty because he missed a round or, or what. But I think it was just extra bad last night. Dude, it was terrible. Like, how yeah. many times did he say wheelbarrow? We should get a counter going well, on that. wheelbarrow. He said quagmire one time, giggity. And uh, <laughs> he said... Uh, but he did say quagmire. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, Great he word, did. Bud. And then... Uh, Jorge Prado on the TLD Red Bull Gas Gas KTM. KTM? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm just like, oh, man. Uh, So, is it it CTE? What is it? What? He didn't really hit his head much when he was racing. Yeah, he did. In fact, I I know this because I was just watching today, and I was going to bring this up to you. Bro, I was watching Bar to Bar 2002. Okay, he was on his head a lot in 2002. Yeah, like literally the first round, he went to Indonesia right in front of La Rocco over that yeah, little hip yeah, jump yeah. or whatever. Um, That's also the same year he did the loop out in Pontiac. Yes. Yeah. Can we talk about how stacked 2002 was, though? La Rocco, Carmichael, McGrath, Pastrana, Villeman, mm. Roncata, Ferry, uh i know i'm missing people yeah those are all really good but i mean dude you're (laughs) ricky mcgrath pastrana (laughs) like yeah yeah and and there's another one um you know weed says it all the time so a lot of credit to weed on this one but most people overlook uh oh five yeah yeah because Stu comes out on the cover of racer x yes my whole life is about january 8th and uh make the most anticipated debut of all time yep it rains <laughs> um so you <laughs> yeah. got Stu on the line you've got jeremy mcgrath like there are tons of storylines here mm-hmm. you got jeremy mcgrath coming in as a part-time yep on a factory honda yep you got pastrana who's a wild card you don't know what he's gonna bring no uh you got chad reed who's obviously chad reed mm-hmm. you got ricky with the switch to suzuki yep you've got 
Wyndham. You don't know what kind of Wyndham's going to show up, but yep. you can win on any given day. Yep. Oh, he um, was he was in that O2 season also. Yep. Um, probably on a, on a Suzuki. Yes. Um, so you got those guys right there. Um, O5, I believe, had Larocco, but uh, kind of on the end of his career. Yeah. A guy like Villeman, can he rebound and, and be back to where he was? Mm-hmm. Like, O5 was pretty good. I mean, they say stacked every year. If you go back and look, like, every year has been pretty stacked on yeah. paper. So. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of that. I got a lot of those comments last night, too, on the on the uh, reaction show, talking about Jet's outdoor series and how he didn't race anyone. I said, okay, cool. Well, let's go back to Stu and Ricky seasons. Who were they racing? And let's count who they were racing. Who yeah. was it? Who was it? I go, let's count champions, past champions, both in the, t- in the little bikes and the big bikes. Because, yes, I know there wasn't any outdoor champions this year racing... Uh, racing jet ac with a 250 title. no yeah but that's what i'm talking about big You're bike big, big bike, bike title? title there wasn't anybody well, who did carmichael race that had a big bike title nobody well who did st- i don't know carmichael's years i haven't dug into that but, but let's talk guy, o- he was racing against his own records let's like. let's talk about Stu. who did Stu beat in his year yeah none of those guys had michael right. lessie that well, was his biggest well, yeah, competitor Lessie, was Michael Lessie. Yeah, Grant Langston. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anybody who's like, oh, he, ra- he raced a depleted that field a all summer. Point. I'll give you that. In the infamous words of Darren Lawrence, then maybe you should beat us, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Let's jump into this uh, 450 race recap yeah. brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. Uh, his tongue was hanging. His last tongue night. was hanging <laughs> yeah. last night, bro. In and his the other spokes. tongue was probably pretty shriveled up because it was cold. More than likely. So, all right. So, we'll fire right off. So, Chase Sexton gets the win. How do you get that start? So we watched this. We were looking, and and if you go back, I don't. Maybe Jet didn't do this or missed the boat, but. Uh, we were watching Plessinger, and his mechanic reached over and wiped off the front of the gate. Mm. Not all the other guys were doing that. Yeah. And then uh, we were like, man, Sexton's got to do that. Because at the time when the camera showed, it looked like he hadn't had done that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Sexton, obviously, the, in the replay, you could see the gate was wiped off. So mm-hmm. when he went over the plastics, it wasn't all wet. Yeah. Um, his timing was But his impeccable. timing was incredible. But you know what it makes me think of? Hmm. Remember when we went to St. Louis? Yeah. Do you remember that first start in that Triple Crown? No. It was just like that. With By him? Yeah. Go hmm. back and look up. Uh, so it have been St. Louis I mean, Louis maybe while I'm yapping right here, go to St. Louis uh, highlights from that year. But uh, he did it very Alessi What year style. was that? 22? Did we win? Did we go in 22? Last yeah. year was 23. Yeah, and then the year yeah, we before. went 22. St. Um, Louis Supercross thing. 2022. Oh, you can talk into the remote? Yeah. So this Alexa, is cool. Bro. We got the TV like this. This man. is cool. But, uh, oh wait, hold on. Go to YouTube and look up St. Louis Supercross 2022. I feel like we're on Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Go to that one. Okay. Let's uh, see here. You're gonna want to go in a little bit, but for for all those watching this at home, go and watch this race as well. This is all 250 stuff. Is that what this is? In the beginning, I believe. Let's but it, it was the very, I remember this. It reminded me of Alessi when he got that whole shot at Anaheim one a long time ago. Oh, okay. The the heat race when he cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll wait for this to play through real quick. Well, but, no, no. Keep talking here. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just fast forward it, dude. Uh, I'm gonna miss. I don't want to watch RJ Hampshire weed it up. Let's see we here. Watch him. Weed this is it. great. This is great. Great radio here. Great radio, bro. Uh. Anyway. 
that's what it reminded me of. And he said in the interview it was dumb luck because he kind of flinched. Yeah. He ended up dropping anyway. Yes. But I think he was kind of going the Alessi method where he was, was trying Can't, to Just it. counting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, phenomenal. What a what a clutch time to pull a start like that, especially in a mud race. Because, man, all those other guys, as soon as they got down the start straight, you might as well put a blindfold over them. 100%. So, 100%. It's like a picture of Kenny right before Kenny stalled it. Yeah. Dude, blackout. Full blackout. <laughs> he said that in the press conference. He was yeah. like, yeah, I couldn't see. Uh, That's 450 stuff right there, I believe. I don't think so. Hold on. Let's see here. Great radio. No, that's, no, that's race three. Stuff. Hold on. We're getting close. You're going to be like, holy shit, when you see this. Let's see here. Yeah, there's Jack. All right. Go back a little bit more. Go back a little bit more. Because we were sitting right in, direct in front of this, and it was identical. All right. Let's see here. So, hit the timestamp on this. What are we looking at? We are looking Go about... Go to Supercross, round 13 in St. Louis. Extended, extended highlights. highlights. 17 minutes and 30 seconds in. Let's see here. And you guys will know what we're talking about and why we're wasting your time here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, look how wow. far out he is. Oh, yeah. wow. They didn't show the actual drop, but it was the same thing. That is exactly the same. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyway. That okay. was one of the few times I'd been at a races and watched the start and been like... Wow. Wow. And I had him for FFL, so I was juiced up. I remember that night. Oh, I'm gonna rant about that later. Uh, FFL, yeah, yeah, so I feel naked about Pulp Fantasy, but uh, we're, we'll rant about that later. Okay, well we'll hold that for the holster co. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sexton needed that man. Um, kind of made a little bit of a statement with the new team there, and this is. It's weird that he's been the most consistent guy two rounds in. It is. It is. Um, so he. Oh, there's Dean ripping his butthole out. <laughs> Jesus, okay, all right. Let's just back this up here. God, that's gruesome. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So back to the back to San Francisco here. Uh, but go check out that 2022 St. Louis race if you want to see Sexton rip a whole shot there. Uh, very much rem- like he did last. Yeah, very reminiscent. Which he did make comments that he was like, "Yeah, I've only done this like a couple times in my career." Um. And there's <laughs> somebody actually in the comments was like, "TLR tinfoil hat." They're cheating. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, boy, here we go. I don't know how, but uh, it's... Maybe they got some kind of fucking timer on the ignition that synced <sighs> in with the gate. Who dropper. knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, are you shocked that he is as open as he is of how bad that bike was for him in the off offseason? Uh, I'm really not, because I think Chase is a guy that's always been pretty open, and he's he's hmm. been on record saying, like, I'm pretty open to talk about the bike and stuff because what works for me isn't going to work for Cooper Webb. Yeah. So why be secretive about it? So. Yeah. Um. I, dude, I'll tell you what. I'm a, I'm a little shocked that he hasn't gotten his hand slapped between last week and this week of being of talking about how bad the bike is because most of the time the teams don't. I guess we just talked about this a lot. The teams don't really say anything to him, but most of the guys are like, oh, I don't want to piss anybody off, so I want to say it. And with him being on a new team and knowing how kind of KTM works as a fairly corporate situation, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, it's almost like the, uh, I don't know if there's some kind of word for it, but like an under-promise, over-deliver kind of thing where he talks about how bad the bike was and stuff, but yeah. then when he starts winning, it's like, holy shit, those guys were grinding and got him wherever you need to go. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But again, we still don't really know where the bike is because he said during the week they made changes and it was a lot better. 
But now we've raced a mud race. So here we go again. We don't have any fucking clue yeah, what the yeah, fuck's yeah. really happening yeah, with he it. He was pretty bummed. He wished it would have been dry. Yeah. Um, also made but he does have the red plate going back into next week into San Diego here. So, which will be fun. Trade back and forth here. We'll see how yeah, it goes. He, was, he got out front and was gone, dude. 10 seconds in the he first did. lap or yeah. something. So, yeah. Man, good good for him. Yep. Um, Tomac bounces back. He gets second place there. Ooh, he needed that. That was a solid ride there. But again, too, he'd come on next week, get 10th, and I'd be like, okay right now because who knows? Yeah. I mean, it was a mutter, and he just fe- he just team VRM'd it into the finish last night. Yeah, he... Uh... Man, it, it's crazy the ability he has to suck at A1 every single year. Besides last year, that was an mm-hmm. outlier. Yeah. And just come back and reset. Um, also made changes to the bike, or as he likes to say, the motorcycle. Yes. Uh, made changes to the motorcycle this week and uh, <laughs> went back to something from last year, which uh, we'll see how that works when it gets dry. It yeah. just keeps us hanging on until next week again. Yep. Well, Coker said that they it, it kind of, uh, how do you word it, lit a fire under his ass for I'm the sure. week or something here. Sure. Um, and he said that Tomac had a very good week. So, so we'll see what San Diego looks like here if it's dry. Hopefully yeah. it looks good. and Because... Uh, in all reality, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, as much as I want Jet to win every single race, because personally, I'd be like, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's boring for us if we don't have things like this yes. where it's like bouncing back and forth. And in fact, it's it's way more exciting to have it bouncing back and forth and not really know what's going to happen. And if yeah. you have at least a couple of these guys that can uh, can you know win like this, mm. then it makes it way more exciting. Yeah. And speaking of way more exciting, Ken Roxon gets third. Which is amazing. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, he was blindfolded in the start there. Yep. Stalls it. Stalled it, yep. But I was like, you know what? There is one advantage to that Kickstarter in a wet condition. Mm-hmm. He's able to kick that bad boy over, whereas maybe Shimoda or Volan, which we'll get into, that yeah. might have been an electrical issue. Could have, yep. And I bet you Shimoda wish he had a Kickstarter. Yep. Now, update. Uh, I believe it was somebody in the comments, and we've kind of done a little digging around. They did put a electric start on ken's bike mm-hmm. and tested it and it vibrated too much mm. is what i've heard yeah. now so it's kind of uh, interesting yeah i supposedly from what i'm hearing through the grapevine through from larry brooks they're working on it uh but they did put one on yeah. and they tested it and it vibrated too much ken didn't like it so mm. that's uh in the works interesting to say the least in the works but uh I, he loved his Kickstarter last night. He did. He was stroking that thing. So. He did. Now. And he came from a long way back. He did. DRM. He did. Good in the mode, now, let's just say this. We still don't really know where Ken slots in here because no, but we've I think had. This is, I think he's going to be damn good. I think so, too, because we've had now he goes down in the first section in A1. Now we've had a mud race and he's come back through the pack on both of them. Um, For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It, let's I, I would love to see him get a start in san diego yeah and really see where he's at yeah you know with these guys i agree because i think with the bike development they've had and things like that i think he's gonna be yeah, in I the think, mix i think mindset's good too so. yeah i think so too so um and speaking of like in the mix here shane mccallerath shane sends johnny, johnny <laughs> oh my god that that mustache the uh, a handlebar combo uh i'm there like was something funny last night on twitter somebody was like uh somebody was like what's 
what's Shane's wrestling name going to be? And I respond, <laughs> Johnny Sins. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, there was man, a I, lot I of that. I put him as my wild card for RM Fantasy. I'm like, fuck. Dude. But I'm also like, good for Shane. Yeah. And good for Hep Suzuki. Yeah. Um, pretty dang cool, man. You, This is a guy that battled Chase in a championship and never kind of got savachied into the 450 class you basically know? yeah he's uh i mean this is this to me is just fantastic to see him mm-hmm. put something together like this another reason i like mud races get a fit yeah <laughs> <laughs> again later in the year and i'll be okay. much happier right. but round two i'm pissed all right okay. um you would have so, never seen that hulk stash you would have never no seen. but i mean dude just just incredible to see him get a fourth place here in stayed there the whole time a 450 dude. yeah Started got a start and just just stayed there um which is crazy, because I don't, I wouldn't call him a mud rider. I don't know. He did really good last time. There was a mud race too. Did he last year in uh, what's it East called? Rutherford, maybe or yeah. wherever that one was. Let's so. see here. Yeah, New Jersey. I think it was New Jersey. Let's see you, here. Can you click on his name and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess he got sixth. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I overlooked that as well, making my Rocky Mountain fantasy picks. Yeah. Since I don't have Pulp MX fantasy picks to make anymore, but. We're going to get to that. Oh, um, I know. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we got Aaron Plessinger. Fifth place. Consistent. Back-to-back fifths. This is a great start to the season, in my opinion. Remember for when him. I said he was going to be my breakout guy? Mm-hmm. Um, little bit less in the main than I thought we were going to see yeah. with uh, with the muddy conditions, but... Him, I mean, and, uh, him and two corners to go on wins is not a good record. Oh, man. Dude, <laughs> so I'll tell you what. I... Uh, I really, it was really strange last night to watch the guys, how good they did in the heats. And then in the mains, they just suck in both classes yeah. for some reason, you know, and sucks I relative. Think was, I think it's dependent for sure. Yeah, but. I think so too. Um, I, I really thought he was going to be on the box last night with the conditions, but I guess whatever mm-hmm. it is what it is. And, and I mean, dude, if he goes through and just gets rattles off top fives here, by the time we get to the end of the season, we're going to be, it's going to be crazy where he's actually at in points. Yeah, that's I'm telling you. <laughs> just go five every single race, end up fifth in points at the end. Oh, <laughs> just nothing but five deal. across the board. So that'd be awesome. Um, I actually, I like that little piece they did talking about his cowboy hat mm-hmm. and how he has to have it. And they, that one lady has to tote it around and stuff. And those people came in and did it for him or whatever. Did you see that piece I they did? I didn't see it. See, I always watch the race with a group of people. So I don't really get to listen to the mm-hmm. broadcast. Except for last night, we were really tuned in on Ricky. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess this cowboy hat, they have like a hat holder and everything, mm. and this lady for Red Bull KTM is in charge of this, and she walks of, of the, the hat. hat, and she has to What's keep it pay? clean and walk it around. I don't know. So these people came from Texas, and uh, this guy was his hat guy mm. uh, at A1 or whatever, so it was kind of cool. That was cool. It's interesting to see, for as corporate as we do say Red Bull KTM is, to see them let something like that yeah, kind of happen, you know? I, like I said, man, the off-road world and GNCC world. Oh, man, the he'll bike, the, the market that they want to sell bikes to, yeah. that's AP. Yep. So um, uh, so Dylan Ferrandez, another sneaky good ride here, sixth place. Sneaky heat win. Sneaky heat win. I mean, this is exactly what he needs to do. Let's just get to outdoors. Yeah, just make it through. Get to outdoors, baby. Yeah. So they we're talking about split clamps or uh, extra clamps or something that he was running. He's got HRC boys on there now. Do you know that? He did. So um, after we talked about this last week, and you said that, and I was like, hmm, that's weird. Uh, he does have HRC clamps and the front brake. 
He's got a couple HRC parts yeah. uh, as of right I now. That was coming. And, dude, if he continues to battle around this top five, yeah, he'll, he'll get, get more, more HRC parts without yeah. a problem. So um, he's very happy with that bike, though. Good. Like, he cannot say how much he is happy with that bike. Good. I, I mean, I Good. think, this it, yeah. Sport's, this sport's better with him in it and a little French flair. Yep. And, uh, okay, continuing on with our foreigners here, Jorge Parado. Uh, so after that heat race he signed, he's delivered. He's coming. Oh, yeah. He got a taste of that. He Bro. And he's like, I'm in it. The how was your weekend? So we got anything we want to talk about for 2025? Oh, man, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah we all signed. know. He already signed. Yeah, he's, he's here next yeah, and year. And to be honest, man, like uh, maybe on paper, like these sevens, eights, thirteens, and stuff yeah. aren't looking great. But once you like wrap your head around it and take a step back and look mm-hmm. at it a little more, like no 250 class stepping right into the big boys right there yep hanging a little bit um figuring it out whole different format like well there was something i listened to this week they were talking about at the end of the race last week like the last five laps or something he was playing around in a rhythm section with a different line and they were like he knows he's not here to race all all year he's here to learn and get his feet wet and him doing that was like whoa because like most guys in the at the end of the race are not trying different things like that they're just getting to the end yeah did you see him run into ac he slammed ac in the corner for 12th and didn't get him so he got 13th oh yeah yeah. ac said that yeah bone bruise didn't ride all week yeah 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 ac ac talked about that yeah fighting for every spot too yep so it'll be interesting to see we get dry track next week where where we're at with that yeah i don't know if it was a, a video that was from this week or not, but it was some footage of him riding and the bike looked a lot more compliant. Mm. Like I remember like a one, I think of the whoops, him going through there, that bike looked so stiff, dude. It, yeah. it didn't look like it moved. Hmm. Uh, in the video I saw, it looked a lot softer. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So maybe you can figure out how to get the bike softer. And yeah. Figure out how to get the, you know, what do they call it? The, the hard hit at the bottom they got some term for it but yeah i'm drawing a blank right now something in the bottom of the stroke yeah what do they call it i don't fucking know i don't know either tcd um, help us out yeah all right moving on uh ac gets eighth um battling I'm, with prado dude, prado and ac just battling was that on just your some card? epic no yeah. <laughs> it wasn't on the bingo card uh i wonder last night how that was for the wrist mm, i think it was probably all right because you're not really you don't think he's death is, gripping is it, it? Is it left or right? I don't remember. Whatever one he's trying to work the clutch with. Yeah. I think it's left. I don't know, man. It's... <laughs> Thanks. That's a good question, though. Uh, look at you over there yawning now. Yep. No, that's because um, I watched you do No, it. that's a good question. I don't... I think that the pace they're going there, I don't think it's as bad. But yeah. I, I could be completely wrong. You got a heavier bike to work with. You're a lot more tensed up. Who knows? Yeah. Be but either way, keeping her in the top 10. Be interesting to ask him. What we need. See. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Jet gets ninth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got lapped. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not a Supercross mud specialist. No. Here we go. So, so what are you going to do when he gets like fourth next week? But I think this like I think this fired off. This was just a situation of the whole day too, though. Of uh, the whole day didn't go well. Qualifying wasn't great for him. Then you get into the heat, and he just 
comes in hot on that first corner because he was going for that whole shot in the heat there. And he was right next to Prado coming in. And you could see him lock up. And then he was just sliding through that first corner. And I'm going, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there on out, it just went downhill after that. Yeah. So this is one of those things that, like, if he gets a start in that heat, what does the rest of the night look like then? If he doesn't end up like crashing, kind of thing. yeah. Like if he doesn't, if he doesn't slide through that first corner, he gets the whole shot, and he just, you know, wins that heat race, and then comes into the main and gets his start in the main because his confidence is up because he won the heat. What does that look like compared to he crashed three times in the heat, then he crashed multiple times in the main? I mean, dude, you look at everything. Okay, not only was it just a mud, ra- it, it it was a mud race. Then he's down multiple times his roll-offs are all fucked up in that heat race like we just watched that he's got the whole entire thing of roll-offs pulled out he's throwing the goggles whatever so he can't see i mean dude it was just a mess yeah but i think it was just a mess and and that's fine and again i'm not gonna make any excuse he just fucking sucked last night that was all there was to it yeah but you know that that's a rookie a rookie thing for him um you know everybody wants to talk about how great he is and stuff if he was Truly one of the greats, like a Tomac, you'd have a shitty heat race like that. You'd completely reset yourself and go out and kill him in the main. Yeah. And he the didn't way get you a good, kind of get a good start in the main, me, though, yeah. either. And the way you kind of explained it to me would be a chink in his armor in sense. If he starts off the day wrong and start and gets a shitty start and it domino effects the wrong way, yeah, that's not a champion. I suppose. So. I, think, I think it was weird circumstances yesterday with the rain and the mud. That's what I think it was. Yeah. I think on a normal day, even if something... Ha- I mean, look at last week. Yeah, we crashed in the I mean. heat race last week, and then what do we do? We came out. Exactly. We, got, hit past the reset first, we got past first corner in the main. We came right back, passed him right back, and boom, we were off to the races, and yeah. we were gone, and no one could touch us. Yeah, hit the reset button. But. Yep. Now, I will tell you this, and I said it last night in the group chat, and I'll say it here again. If, we, if every other round is dry, and we win every single other round... You're gonna have a hard time convincing me we couldn't have gone seventeen and zero had we not had the fucking oh, weather. Here we go. So I'm uh, just saying he loses next weekend. So, so it, like if he loses another one, okay, sweet, whatever. But if he goes sixteen and one, then you're gonna have a hard time convincing yeah. me we couldn't have won this one also. Never, we'll see. Never gonna happen in Supercross. But. We'll see. Look, I'm off the seventeen and zero train. Obviously, we can't do that now. So now However, we're on the sixteen and one. Train. Now we're on sixteen and one. And then what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna board the fifteen and two train? No, nah, after sixteen and one, then it's then it doesn't matter because then we're oh, getting okay. into like McGrath era stuff where he won like everyone but one. So because didn't did McGrath have a year he won everyone but one? Yep, St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis he lost. Yep, he, he didn't get to take a nap. Yep, that was only fifteen race series though. Then right. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember either. either way. Yeah. So. So yeah. So once we once we lose another one, then we're off the train of like how many we can win. You know, whatever. But although I do have to say, uh, did you watch Race Day Live yesterday? I did a little bit, and I was. I don't know. I just kind of tuned out because Clint. Much going so on. Clinton Fowler had a stat on him that was basically Jet wins eighty six point something percent of the time. If you go by the amount of races he's done to the amount of wins he's had. Uh, so he said he, at that stat rate, he could win conservatively 11 rounds this year if he continues that stat rate, which, okay. 
I mean, you, I mean, Anderson won what eight, nine, seven or eight. Yeah. So, so to me, that seems very doable there uh, for him, barring anything crazy like eighteen mud rounds. But you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So, um, all right, right behind him, brother Hunter. I mean, at least oh, he made the main I got a this week. Bit of a rant here. Okay. All right. I'm in, I'm in on this. Here. Let's hear this rant, baby. Why the fuck's he in the A practice? Well, I mean, why wouldn't he be? What's the difference between Hunter Lawrence sucking ass and earning his way into the B practice? Yeah. But random privateer Wilma Dickfit back there in the corner. How about Prada was in B practice last week? Yeah, but guess what? He made the main and got a result mm-hmm. and earned his way into the well, A. Practice. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, like Prado was in there last week, and you oh, can't put you can't put Hunter nuts, in there. Man. It drives me nuts. Like, how does he run the B practice and go by the rules that these privateer guys would go on by? Yeah, like Grant Harlan, they'd put his ass in the B practice. Hundred percent. Hunter Kev was in B practice. I don't know. Annoying. The yeah. other thing that's annoying is he had a broken toe apparently going into the round, and nobody mentioned anything last week. Yeah. Apparently his toe was broken coming to day one or something. <laughs> Sweet. Super cool. Um, but I, I can't confirm that. I just seen that floating around somewhere. But So here's the thing is like, again, we don't have any, like this doesn't give us any info. We well, don't know. he made the main in the mud. Yeah. Like he made the main, but like where we don't know where he stacks up at this point. He just, he rode a mud race and finished in the top 10. So like whatever, he at least made the main. So like it's back on track, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm still. There was some dipshit on Twitter. I, no boy. I was ranting about like the the A practice thing, and he's like, "Well, he came out and went third. and I was like, "No shit, it was a muddy track, and he was smart <laughs> and came out on a fresh track and put a good time in." Yeah. Dipshit. <sighs> some people's kids, man. Uh, Cooper Webb, eleventh. Ah, uh, that's a little concerning, but I mean, I but mean, if anybody want... can claw back into a championship, it's Webb. We want to talk about Jet having a bad night. I mean, Webb eleventh after Webb second, after second, or fifth, well, whatever fifth. fifth but second. yeah, run around in second last so he's week. He's eighteen down now. Yeah, and then you've got Jason Anderson twelfth because he hit start, he hit a quagmire on that start straight. Is that where the the comment came from? I don't know, but it it was a quagmire he, because he just was going and boom yeah took the front he probably reached up to t- pull a tear off and probably hit a soft it. spot all at the same time yeah that was bad so, he had a rough night yeah i mean good for jason anderson though because i don't really consider him a mud rider no Mm-mm. um to, to make his way back up to 12th i'd be happy with that if i were him yep so. um Derek drake 13th very impressive uh yep uh, that needs to get talked about more, I think. Yeah, this he's is, uh, he's 450 season for Derek Drake. Yeah, on a Suzuki, not a, a Hep Suzuki, one, yeah. a Bar X one. So yeah, uh, Christian Craig 14th. Do you think he would have done better if he wore the speed suit? No, it was more of a of a surfer set of gear, and maybe <laughs> with the water, I thought maybe he would okay. gel a little more. Yeah. No, no. You don't think you would have done better? No. Okay. No, I'm not on that. Right. Uh, Craig has got to be uh, in a dark place. It can't be good, dude. It can't be good. I think he's got to be in a dark place right now. Which sucks. I don't think he, gel- he That bike ain't for him. He needs to be back on an aluminum frame. Oh, right? yeah. I yeah. think... I, <laughs> I think... And again, we'll wait till outdoors. Mm-hmm. But I think that is a big fucking problem. Yeah. Is that bike. Yeah. I believe so too, and and he's a confidence guy. He's mm-hmm. a very mental yes. guy. Yes. So. Um. Here's the thing that sucks is like we're like, oh, he should, he's in a dark place, bro. All twenty two of these guys should be in a fucking good spot because you are 
one of 22 of the yeah, fastest yeah. dudes well, on the planet, dude. And we don't do enough celebrating that. Everybody's top heavy. And this goes to anything. Formula One, this, whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, everybody shits on the Haas guys or something. but Yeah. But it's like, dude, they're still racing Formula One. Yeah. So well, I agree. Um, He's still making a damn good living. Austin Politelli, 15th. That's good. Definitely Made the main. Not on anybody tracking him nope. out Fantasy Wild card. Not at all. Uh, Dean Wilson, 16th. How about Dean or the Wiener getting into the main <laughs> off Vince Freezy getting docked? <laughs> Talk about some karma. Poetic justice right yeah, there. Yeah, that's Poetic awesome. justice. And then Vince and the LCQ, like somehow Bubba Pauly was going to pull a main event out of his ass. Yeah. And he got rinsed. Unintentionally, yes. but of course. Yeah, it's but of Vince. course. Well, I, I like that we all thought Vince was going to miss this week with his shoulder. <laughs> no. Nope. Next thing I'm like, wait, Vince is racing. <laughs> like, yeah. what? How about the Moto Concepts rig parked right next to the Firepower rig? <sighs> so great. <laughs> so, so great. I just want to see, dude, I want to see Dino and Vince recreating the Roncata uh, Villamin. Where they're smacking each smacking other. Each other yeah, running yeah. into each other that I saw from O2 today. Oh, God, that'd be ex- epic. Yep. You want to talk about me just having hours of things to talk about? Oh, man. We're getting off topic here, but O2, how fast was Pastrana in the beginning of that year? Oh, man. Just unreal. But yeah. just couldn't keep it off the ground. Yeah. He, Very Dylan Ferrandis ish I mean, he was damn good. Yeah. So, um, Justin Barsha, 17th. Is it weird that, like, Prado is better than Barsha? Uh, <laughs> how do you think Barsha felt in the mud getting lapped by Prado in the heat? I made a note of that. It's in my notes right here. Yeah. They la- I literally it was uh, was oh I didn't capitalize that, but I was like they lapped Barsha. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know there was something wrong with him. Or he, he was sick. Or yeah, he was but, real sick, real sick. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wish I would have known that going in. I'm doing like the Vital MX fantasy thing, and I'm pretty sure he was on my squad. Hmm. I don't know. I gave up on fantasy here because of the whole pulp thing, which I we'll know, talk about. I know. It's uh, crazy how much that is, has affected me. Yeah. Uh, Justin Robbell, 18th. Okay. Not on my... Not on my radar to make the main at all. Nope. Right so, out of the heat, too. Yeah. So that was good. And Kate Clayson, 19th. Uh, Freddie made it in through the LCQ, which was good because I was like, oh, man, the 22 not making a main. Was that's weird. The Chad Reed font on the jersey? I don't know it if he is or like not. He, was, he might be. Like, that's a little aggressive for me. It's fine. Uh, Jason Claremont, you got anything on him? Uh, bone stock cowie, stock with a pipe. Go to your local dealership and pick one up now. They pay the best contingency. That's why everyone rides them. Let's just point out the, the obvious oh, they're here. They're the, their best bike in the paddock. Yeah. yeah, and they pay $400 more in contingency yeah, yeah. to make the main sale than but, everybody uh, else. No, he's on a, a bone stock rig. Yeah, although I think that will change here because I heard Yamaha's starting to up theirs to try to match it here. So, oh, Yamaha? Yeah, yeah, so we'll see here how that works out. But anyway. Well, uh, they have a, a really good... Like, after being on the dealership side, the Team Green program is, like, really, really cool. Yeah. So, if you have a good relationship with your dealer and you ride cowies, mention the Team Green program. Hmm. Uh, fun fact. Um, and uh, 22nd, Malcolm Stewart. <laughs> Poor Stu, man. This Not is a rough. Good day for Stu. The, the Indonesian practice. That, oh, was rough. that was terrible. Yo, you like AC, AC was- there? AC <laughs> conveniently wearing yellow gear, like he's the flag and gloves. Stop! Stop! Yeah, yeah, he's the flag. Good on AC. That's such yeah. an AC thing to do. Yep, it is. Um, but man, yeah, Mookie was definitely uh, doing a lot of swimming. A lot, so, a lot. So oh, hopefully man. he can pull it 
back together because the first two rounds have not been great for him or the whole Husky squad for that matter. Dude, the, the Husky 450, 450 squad. This we're now we're going on year two of this is rough. rough. This is really rough. So, um, all right. So that's been your 450 race recap. Brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. And if you're getting rain like they had in San Francisco. I tell you what, Oracle Park needed some gutter work gutters. I promise you that. <laughs> they sure did. They sure did. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's do our rants here. Oh, you want to let them rip? Yep. I'm wondering if you're letting if yours isn't down the same program mine's in. Uh, you're getting into the Deegan topic though. My rant. No, my rant's not about Deegan. Okay, what's your danger zone topic? Then? You want to do danger zone first then? Let's rip some danger zones. Okay, <laughs> so this is your Isaac Nelson Designs Deacon Danger Zone. Oh, shit. Here we go. And we got to do this because we're not going to have any Deacon Danger Zones to do the rest of the Supercross season. Because Michael Moseman's riding the bike? Michael Moseman has signed with Star Yamaha. Yeah, um, I want to see your, where you're going with this before so, I start talking. So here's the funny thing. This was going to be my TLR tinfoil hat for the week mm-hmm. because it had been rumored last week that Moseman went out and rode the star bike, okay? Mm-hmm. And then on, like, Steve's Thursday show, he put out, somebody called in and was like, hey, Moseman signed with Star. And Steve's like, oh, I haven't heard that yet. And then Steve put a tweet out, I guess, on Friday talking about it. Cooksey put a, vid- a short video out saying that he knows that Mosman is signed to Star. So Mosman is signed to Star. And we've all kind of been... The Deegan thing has been floating around here, okay, that he's hurt. It's basically been confirmed that he is hurt. He's some sort of wrist injury. I'm hearing Scalford. I don't know. We'll see. Um, no one's really talking. Yeah. Uh, I also want to point out that today uh, he went and got a fresh ass tat, tat. Yeah, I saw that. On the whole thigh. You're putting a knee brace over that fresh tat. So here's the interesting. Well, be but too. they had pictures of him and, and he wasn't. He didn't in a have brace anything. Or anything. Yeah, yeah. So that was where I'm a little confused. So but I don't know if he's playing like the Chad Reed social media game thing. Maybe. Who knows, man? So so I'm very confused i'll say mm-hmm. but from what i understand there ain't been no videos released, he's nothing, so. missing supercross mm-hmm. is what i'm hearing with this wrist injury and mosman is the fill-in for him mm-hmm. is what it's going to be maybe that's wrong maybe he shows up in detroit we'll know because i'm gonna be there so we'll know firsthand if he shows up in detroit but from what i'm hearing deegan is out for supercross absolutely out he's hurt he is not gonna race supercross so and we're going to stamp this. We're going to put it out. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So it won't be the first time. So here's my problem with this whole situation. This is just kind of my rant. Yes. But you are the hottest prospect in the sport. Yes. You're trying to change the sport. Yes. Why is there no transparency? Yeah. Why haven't we really heard anything? Why is Brian not coming out? Why is him and Hayden? Why, you know, why aren't those two sitting in front of a camera breaking it down and being like, hey, this is what happened. We won't be at Detroit. Like we owe it to you, our fans, on our platform yeah. to let you know what's going on. And even if he is hurt and does decide to ride at Detroit, like it's a it's a heroic story. Like, hey, this dude's a badass. He rode with a hurt wrist, got through the first round. Mm-hmm. Instead of all this bullshit where people were like, Oh, he's gonna be a target because he's hurt. Now here's Why not flip the narrative? Why not let us media people loose loose media yeah. people? Talk about how, oh, dude, he came in with a hurt wrist and rode that well. That's badass. Yeah. Now, let's like, let's pause for a second, though, here, too. It drives me nuts, dude. Where's the transparency? Because, so, 
here's the other thing that it's like, I don't really know. Because in Cooksey's video, he says that Mosman's going to ride west. <laughs> he, that he's What's coming the out, point? That he's coming out in San Diego. I don't know. I don't understand this at all. I will say that there was a lot of stuff I heard this week of people talking. Uh, oh, because Daniel Blair was on Pulp on Monday night. Did you listen to any of that? A little bit. No, I haven't finished it yet, but... Apparently, the star guys are very aggressive going after people. Oh, yeah. The whole thing where Bobby was like, I'll get him out of the contract. Yeah. 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 Well, I've got a contract. You don't got to worry about that. We'll get you out of that. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're very aggressive. Uh, so, yeah. So, I don't really know what's going on. All I know I for wish sure knew. is that Mosman is signed. Now, like I said, our take on it is that Deegan's hurt. He's missing Supercross. So, Mosman's signed to replace him. That, that's sure the way it looks because nobody will tell us what's yes. going on. Yeah. And, it, hey. If anybody wants to come out, and what I mean by that is, would be Brian, uh, who's the who's the manager for the 250 side. No, it's not Coker no. Anderson or something. Brad. Or yeah, Brad, Brad Hoffman. Brad Hoffman, yeah. yeah. If Brad Hoffman, any of the Deegans, anybody wants to come out and tell us that we're idiots and we're wrong, I'm more than happy to listen. But right now, I'm just putting tea leaves together, as Coach Rob would say. And, dude, he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, if you're... You know, it's it's. I haven't watched a lot of football in my life, but I have lately because of U of M. Yeah, it's, it's like JJ McCarthy, the quarterback, yeah. going to the NFL preseason industry injury, mm-hmm. and nobody knows until mm-hmm. the day of if he's hurt or not. That's absurd. Well, here's the other thing too, and and this gets back to like the East and West thing. Okay, Deacon sells tickets, hundred percent. So. For him, so what are they doing? Trying to fuck over the fans and build I it was all gonna up. Say, Everybody's going to buy tickets, and then they're going to get there. So, and he's gone. So like every, no one really knew. So how many people went to A one thinking they were going to see Deegan and they wasn't there? And there's a lot because we've seen online of people. Where's Deegan? Where's Deegan? Yeah, What's Deegan still doing? Watching the Minios feed, looking for Deegan, dude. Yeah. And then now we're now we're going in. Now we're going east. So now everyone who half pays attention goes, okay, cool. Deegan's going to be racing east because he's not racing west. And now it's like we're hearing in the background, he's hurt. He might not race. He's not going to race. Whatever. So, like, how many people are buying tickets for Detroit to see Deegan ride or any of the other East rounds? And now, is he not going to be there? Yeah. And then people are like, oh, fuck this sport. We never know what's going on. We're out. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because for me, if you want to transcend the sport, per se, and that, and we'll, I'll rant about transcending the sport here in a sec, too. Um, like, dude. Then become the transparency. Hey, I'm hurt. Yeah. It, no yeah. one's going to go for your wrist. No, nobody. Or your gonna, leg, I or would, your ankle, or anything. I would honestly respect them more if they came out and just told us what's going on. 100%. Like, you have the power now to change the landscape of our sport. 100%. So, I don't know. It, it, it's so crazy, like, how he moves the needle. Like, mm-hmm. my coworker was telling me his daughter called him at 2 in the morning. I was like, hey, what's going on? And she goes, Hayden Deegan has a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but that's crazy, though. It is. Right? It's wild. It is absolutely and his wild. So that was like, I don't care if Hayden <laughs> Deegan has a girlfriend. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is like, you know, young girls across the country that are fans of the sport, or yeah. maybe not even, don't give two shits about dirt bikes, give two shits about Hayden Deegan. But they'll buy tickets, they'll buy merch, to just, they'll buy to everything. Just, to just breathe the same air as the guy. Yeah. So, They're the ones that stand outside that star truck and scream for yeah, him. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see in the the Lawrence fan zone they had a cutout of Jet acting like he's proposing, so girls could pose next to it. Oh my god, no! 
That's kind of a power move. It's corny. It's corny for us. Well, did you see the the big head guy? The big head jet? Yeah, everybody's talking shit about that, but McGrath had one, Mookie had one. Yeah. I like I like here's, I think it's kinda cool. So here's the thing, and here's the second some tech tens though. We don't need tech sevens on the man. Yeah. So and and here's the thing with that is like that's it for our Deegan Danger Zone. I'm done. Deegan Danger it. Zone is over. The danger zone has closed. We'll see y'all in outdoors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to our channel until outdoors. Yeah. Uh, the so, danger zone is officially closed. Yeah. And so here's the thing with the haters. So the hate for the Lawrence brothers is fucking real. Uh, yeah, but it's... And it's growing. Yeah, but it's it's they're jamming them too far down everybody's throat. Okay, but here's but the problem. It's Go ahead. Because the promoters have the vip thing and they're getting their piece out of all the all that stuff so they're trying to push all the people into buying that vip program so they make more money okay so here's where i was going to go with this because <laughs> i was going to go a little bit different way to that okay so we always say like we want to everybody talks we want to grow the sport we want to grow the sport we want to grow the sport we need people that are going to transcend the sport mm-hmm. okay compared to the normal rider or say like the eli tomac who's just a recluse Okay, cool. So we want to transcend the sport. We want Pastranas. We want McGraths. We want that kind of stuff. Okay. How do you transcend the sport in 2024? You have to literally be in front of everyone 24 7. Who do we have that can transcend the sport? These two Australian brothers who are kicking ass and taking names Mm -hmm. and are those guys that can do it. So guess what? You're going to see a lot of them. And Feld knows this, and Feld knows how to push yeah, this I to an extent. That, yeah, sorry, I'm cutting you the off. The problem think- is, is that it's now it's now gone from, man, we want to see this kid do really good, to, man, fuck him, we hate him. Yeah, like, I hope he crashes in the main. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Which, which is fucked up. But uh, I don't know. I thought a little bit of it, I think, can go... I don't know if you want to give them credit for it or whatever, but I think the root of it is Myrtle getting involved. You know how they kind of did their media blackout thing? Yeah. Where he is now able to pick the media Mm -hmm. that he wants to portray his message through. Mm -hmm. And what better way than have it right through the promoters and right through the broadcast and whatever. That's where they're going to get the most exposure and for damn sure they are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Props to him for making that happen behind the scenes and doing the legwork for that. Yeah. But, man, there's got to be a way to tame it down a little bit. Do I you think, feel? No. No. Or and you and say here's, keep- here's where I don't... Here's where... Number one, I'm a huge Lawrence Brothers fan. Mm-hmm. Lawrence family fan. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, it's not going to... Unless at some point these guys are a complete asshole to me, mm-hmm. which they haven't been. I made a stupid joke with Hunter. He wasn't a fan of it. Yet he still then proceeded to have a conversation with me about cars. So okay, that's what cool. Was the joke? Never mind. We're not gonna talk about. It. I want to hear it. I, I said. Aired out. I, well, well. I mean, it was a joke we had on the hey, show. Hang on. Here's the here's the caption on YouTube. Oops. My shitty joke to Hunter. <laughs> I mean, it was the same joke we had on the show all the time. What do what do we used to say? That man. Uh, uh, Jet's brother is a really good rider. Hunter's brother is a really good rider, or something like a that. Good fucking rider. Yeah. You're a good fucking writer. Uh, um, so anyway, but anyway, um, but here's the thing. Understanding how marketing goes and how they're trying to push these guys to transcend the sport. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing is what has to be done. Otherwise, <clears throat> screw it. We've got ourselves another. And I mean, it even works this way with Ken. 
Ken is Ken's the same way. Ken could transcend the sport. He could. We're but he never got the media push and or anything. And that's because that's because he doesn't have a manager like Myrtle. Now <sighs> well, are you cooking a pizza, dude? No, it's uh I'm outgassing parts in the back there. Uh, now, here's the thing. It uh he's doing it with the promoters, which is technically the smart way to do it, but yeah, yeah. I have thoughts on that that we're not gonna get into, so whatever. Um we're like Ken's agent was like, fuck the promoters. Um, yeah, and I so think this that, is the two bad di- blood there because Ken's agent tried buying Supercross in general and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so there's there's buying the rights to Supercross. There's some interesting things there with that, but yeah. um, so that's why Kenny won't transcend the sport. Uh, but I do think the Lawrence brothers could possibly do this, and I think it's because of Lucas Myrtle. And then, I mean, obviously. You have to have the attitude for it. We can't do yeah. it with Eli Tomac. Yeah. And who um, Myrtle have in the pipe? He's got the Coonan brothers. The Coonan brothers are next up. So so he also has Volin and Shimoda. And now Ryder D. And yeah, and Ryder D. But I don't think you're gonna get There's that. No out. transcending them with those guys. No, not with any of them. Sh- Shimoda, they're gonna get Shimoda, they're gonna pull in an Asian audience. Uh which I think will be good from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um so that's cool. And uh yeah, I don't know what he's gonna do with Volan. Volan's like a like a nice kid and everything, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, where's his special sauce? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Be interesting to talk to Mertz and see like what he says about it. But uh, but yeah, yeah but the Coonan yeah. brothers, I'll be interested when they come over to see kind of like how they get portrayed and and how they act. Yeah, here's a question I have for Myrtle. Yeah, here's my question for Lucas Myrtle. You can use that as a caption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Here's my question for Lucas Myrtle. Is there a way in the contracts as things go forward to where he can negotiate to be transparent about salaries and signing bonuses, etc.? Do you think that's <laughs> something that could be... I mean, that's something that would transcend the sport. Mm-hmm. People love talking about money. Like football, the only reason I'd watch football is because of the money because I damn sure can't play or relate to those guys, but we can all relate to making money. Dude, well, this was brought up by Jace on a Gypsy Tales episode recently because um, Weege has been putting it out there more and more about like the the winning bonuses I for the series and stuff, I really right? Want to listen to one with and um, some rich dude in Dubai that Jace knows had messaged him and was like, "Holy crap, this Deegan kid just won five hundred grand!" Mm. Like when he won the SMX thing, and he was like, "Yeah, bro," and he's like, "Holy crap, that's incredible." In fact, I have a video in the hopper here that I got to film uh, talking about Jet and his age and how much he won and what he's bought and all this kind of stuff there. Um, so, yeah. So I think things like that would help because people don't see the money that floats around in here. And it's yeah. not a lot, but it's enough but for normal think, people. Yeah, it's it's why, enough. Why not You know, come out with a breakdown or something at the end of the year for the fans like, hey, this is what we did with Jets and Donuts. This mm-hmm. is what we did with merch sales. Yeah. This is, these are the rounds our merch sales went up the most. Uh, this is the city that bought the most merch. Mm-hmm. Like Stuff like that, I think, would be a cool aspect. Yeah. Yeah. So, And I think a lot of that right now is held back by contracts. Well, and, and Jay- the way contracts are written. Yeah. Well, and Jace said this. So. Jace brought this up, too. And shout out to Jace, because he's had some killer ideas in he the last couple episodes. He has held the A1 press conference together. Yes. Um, but uh, he said, he was like, dude, he was like, um, uh, Dave Prater should come out just like Dana White does after, be- 
at the beginning of every press conference and be like, we sold this many tickets tonight. Attendance was this much. We mm-hmm. made this much money, you know, whatever, how, however Dana does it. Yeah. And then take some questions and then boom, because we need a face for the series per se, yeah. you know, because you think about it. Um, when you go to, or with NASCAR, with I mean, the NFL, NFL, you got Roger Goodell. Yep. You, NASCAR, you got, I don't even know who this shit is. Yep, Formula One, I don't know who we have. We have the team managers, which is cool that we get to talk, or the team principals, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, we're okay, cool. we to do that a little more. Yeah, so it's like, okay, cool. If we're going to do that, then let's, let's do it this, you know, let's do it this way. Because as far, like, I, and I'm with Jace on this, the UFC is the benchmark for how you want to handle your media mm-hmm. you know and now granted dave prater is not dana white he's not going to come out and they're going to be like so mookie said that this word you're not supposed to say blah 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 and he's not going to look at the reporter and go well duh he's that like he's he's that ethnicity <laughs> i'm really dancing around this okay, to not yeah, get yeah. canceled here you know because did you see that with dana white Mm-mm. So something happened. Like there, that was some, race, there was some fighter, yeah, where where so there was a fighter from Africa who was black, and he was fighting another guy from like South Africa who was white or whatever. And, and some he, racial slurs, yeah, got and, he, and, he, and he and 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 the reporter asked, "Well, what do you have to say about the racial slurs that so and so said?" And he goes, "Well, what's the racial slur?" And the guy's like, "Well, yeah, uh, uh, he uh, said the N word or whatever." And he goes, "Who said it?" And he said it again. And he goes. Yeah, he's fucking black. Like, like I love Dana White, dude. Yeah. Dana White is the fucking man. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of that stuff because I don't know. I can't really. It's just I like can't, can't really get fired up about dudes beating the fuck out of each other. I don't I watch know. the fights. I like I watch Dana White handle the press conferences because yeah. they're awesome. But I, if we mix something in like that and had a director who was like that or right. whatever, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because they put like, okay, and again, they put like Mike Pelletier out. Like yesterday when second practice got canceled, they bring Mike Pelletier on and he says, yep, we've decided, you know, we need time to prep the track and whatever. We're canceling second qualifying session, blah, 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 whatever. But we still won't update our timing. Yeah, but but <laughs> it's like Mike Pelletier, Dave Prater, these guys, they're they're they good guys. They become a character themselves. Yeah, but they're, not, but they're not characters. They don't have that. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that, needs to be looked at in today's day and age with the way everything is mm-hmm. um that would help the sport grow uh, yeah, yeah. per se i mean you look at formula one what's the big what's the big debacle in formula one this week because it's off season yeah i don't know do you know yeah gunther left haas oh i did see that pop up yeah somewhere in my yeah exactly somehow. yeah do you want to know what my youtube feed's full of why he left haas videos yeah people all the last place t- that my my youtube feed is full of Formula One news this week, which is that the 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 team principal for the last place team left the team. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if like uh, if everybody was talking Martin about Davalos leaving Firepower, Firepower Honda? Yeah. Like nobody's gonna give a shit unless you build it up. Unless you, you build it, which is what we should do. We should build. These are the kind of storylines that we need to build and i give it to again feld on this end here of weege has stated over and over again they're trying to build story 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 okay cool let's build some fucking story yeah they want to build stories but guess what they're talking about second round in jet 17 and oh come on yeah yeah so let's so so let's build some stories here outside of that 
because we could build. Let's build stories about Martin Davalos. Yeah. Let's let's this show guy Martin. Was a heat race hero knows how to race. Knows like, how to race. Did you catch him yesterday? They showed a clip, and I don't remember if it was the main race or in qualifying. He's standing at the bike with a laptop. Davalos was. He's programming the bike yeah. in between whatever, like. You're talking about an Our X racer, team. yeah. Now the team principal, and he's programming and you know working on bikes, which I've heard he works, he does motor work and stuff or like mm-hmm. tuning. So like, why can't we build that story? Yeah. Weege? We don't have any information. <laughs> <on it. laughs> Weege, please. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. No. I'm, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. So there is that. Um, okay. So let's go into Holsterco Reload Rant here. I ripped mine out already. So. so Here's what I'm ranting about. I really freaking hate, really freaking hate these gaming regulations and the fact I cannot play Pulp Fantasy now. <laughs> Dude. Okay, I, I'll rant along with you on this I one, hate but. it, okay? Because I'm sitting there... Uh, did you listen to... They explained why... I did listen to that. Okay, yes. I didn't. So okay. did that provide some good insight? Yes. Okay. So here's what it basically is. Each state has different gaming regulations that change constantly Mm -hmm. and there is a fee depending upon how many players you have per state um and it it's individual per state uh that you have to pay and so the michigan one's pretty feasible because i've had some buddies that looked it up okay so the michigan one probably is and there would not surprise me if we get in on that at some point okay fired up florida already yeah um but there are certain states like they brought up i think it was connecticut if they want to do it in Connecticut, it's $250,000. They're like, the game doesn't make $250,000. Right. So sorry, Connecticut, unless, you're, unless your regulations change, we're never going to have one in Connecticut, okay? Um, and so, yeah, but, but I hate it because I'm like watching last night and they're pulling up like the finishes in the heat race and I see like, oh, like Rob Bell made it right in. And I'm like, I wonder what his handicap. Yeah, was, and know? I'm just sitting there like, dude, like I don't pay attention to these guys now. Yeah. Because again, I don't have a reason to. So I'm not here watching, saying, oh, well, so and so qualified there, and they, you know, made it in straight through or whatever. So I hate it because yeah. I liked having I those kind of stories. Mixing. I, dude, I do too. Like, I don't know what to do during qualifying right. anymore. All the credit in the world to Steve Marks, like that team that have put that together. hundred percent. It, it literally changed the fan experience watching races. hundred percent. And man, it, it, it is. I, I feel naked. I do. Races. I do. I'm not looking at my fantasy. I don't know what to do I'm between qualifying and randomly, the main five minutes in. Dude, like, I know. I know. It's, it's a mess. I don't like it. So that is my holster code reload ran is like I do not like gaming regulations that is making it to the fact that we cannot play. And I know I think Michigan we might be all right. I but hope man, so. That sucks for everybody else. Yeah, and I and I know there are other games out there and everything. I'm just not doing it, man. But I don't want to. How they get put on the radar? Huh, who? Paul, Fantasy Boys. I don't know. That wasn't really discussed or talked about or anything. Like if, if somebody, no turn them in or i'm not sure how did yeah maybe they just kind of figured it out and it was like getting big enough yeah legal yeah yeah i thought about doing like just a little fantasy league amongst a few people with like a hundred dollar buy-in or something and it was basically going to be you were going to pick like three 450 guys and one 250 guy it doesn't matter which coast 
Um, and then we would just add up their pulp points, points and whoever got the most would win, you know, the 500 like bucks or whatever. And you could just go on their platform. Uh huh. Yeah. For you, you know, it's, and, and they did say there was an sucks. option too, and, and it won't happen right now, maybe in the future that they could do like a separate site. That's just a free game. Cause if it was free, it'd be fine. But the fact that there's buy-ins for things, that's why we can't do it. Mm. So... That's why, like, Truman won't do Industry Idiots anymore. Yeah, so the... Yeah, that's all really interesting to me, then. Like, if they... And that kind of screws them on giving product away, probably, because I'm sure a lot of that No, was, so if the game if the game is free, and they're just giving away prizes, they can do it. That's why, like, Rocky Mountain and them can still yeah, so, do it. So what I'm saying right now is their fees are probably subsidizing a lot of the prizes. Yeah. You think? They're, well, their fees... Fees are Their probably fees are pay for that four fifty or pay for the or do you think? Like, oh no, no, really no! They're getting they're getting win. that they're getting that stuff for free. No, their fee they're they're just uh, yeah. The fees we're paying are now paying for gaming regulation payoffs for them is what's essentially happening. They were probably making money, mm-hmm. um, and then you know they there's server fees and website fees, and they yeah. probably pay marks to maintain all of it and stuff. Well, and then probably all of them were, were pulling payouts at the end of the year, too. Um, but yeah, but now the money that everybody's paying to be in it is just going towards fees to try to expand the game. I mean, I shit you not, they could probably run a raffle yeah. for each state, and people would throw in enough money, and pr- that's how much we love this game. Dude, so. uh, I'm, yeah. I mean, start a GoFundMe. <laughs> we'll see. So, we'll see. Whatever, man. That sucks. Like, yeah, like I said, I, I'm sure a lot of fans out there and a lot of people watching this can relate. It's, it's weird, man. My my girl even said it. She's like, it's weird. You're not yelling fuck or fuck that guy or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't yeah. like it. So, all right. That's been your whole Skull Reload rant for all your things that go bang, bang, and boom, boom. Make sure to check them out. Links in the description down below. Okay. Let's get into our last thing here. Uh, actually, I didn't ask you this. Thoughts on the races being shorter last night? I liked it. I was glad they did that. Yeah. It was probably for the best. Just another thing that pissed me off about, you know, mud races, but whatever. It would have been a hell. So I'm glad they did that. All right. Uh, 250 race recap brought to you by our friends at Complete Racing Solutions. Make sure to check them out for all your health needs on and off the bike there. All right. 250 race results here. So old man Jordan picks up a win. These old men are dominating. He dominated that main, dude. Dude, he did. He did. He got us crashing out of the way in the heat. Jack yep. crashed in the whoop, so they knocked him down. Yep. And then, uh, oh, yeah, God. Here we go. <laughs> here we saying. go. I know. I yeah. saw that right as they were doing it, and I'm like, oh, shit. Anyway. Uh, no, Jordan Smith, man. This could be This could be the title that eluded him. I don't know, man. We're not to the end of the year yet. I know. Let's I tone know, it down. First two rounds look good, even with a mutter. Again, like I say, you got to be able to ride the mud, too. Look, his first two rounds looked good last year because Justin got real high on Smith was going to win that title last year. Oh, yeah. You go back and watch Houston and whatever second round of East was last year, Justin was, oh, look, it's it's, uh, Smitty, 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 Smitty. Yeah, I I think it comes down to Smitty, Kitchen, and uh, yeah, just those two, basically. I think so, too. Thrasher's too far out of it. Shimoda grenaded himself. RJ's going to grenade himself. Yep. 
RJ RJ grenaded himself a bunch of times yesterday. Oh, when, how I, about saw that, him, when I saw him in practice, I was like, yeah, he's not doing. How that. about that case on that finish line he did, dude? Like I just direct that. stop. Yeah, we'll get into him. So. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I mean, that was a good race by Jordan, but again, start dependent, got the start, just ran away. That was all there was to it. Yeah. Uh, Kitchen well, to get right into Kitchen was right on his ass at the end of that race. Yes. Um, yes. So. And Kitchen was like, man, I didn't even realize that was him, or I would have tried to drop the hammer a little sooner. But, yeah. Um, either way, another good ride for Kitchen. Two yeah. Two on the podium in a row. Essentially his sophomore season. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good. New team, new bike. Let's see what a dry race looks like again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a second dry race, so. I mean, there are certain races, though, where he comes out and he's untouchable. Mm-hmm. So. If he gets a start. Yeah. Which yeah. he is. He has been. It's pro circuit bikes. PC bikes. They haven't got caught for sound yet. Team Green. Have you heard that whole debacle about the whole sound thing that's going on? No. So, was it... You're saying the PC bikes are too loud? Well, so was it last year that Honda was bitching about Stars bikes passing sound? And they're like... Well, because they, they're, and they're taking like, the silencers and shortening them. Well, and they... and. They were like, dude, if you stand there and listen, I can't remember what I was listening to this week where they were talking about it, but they were like, dude, if you stand there and listen, when the bikes are on track, those stars sound way different than when they go over for sound. And so I guess last year, Honda was just bitching, 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 and then finally, at one of the rounds, Star didn't pass. And so now, I guess Star has been going after Honda for their bikes, bitching, 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 and now I guess there's... And, and and the talk is is that there's a lot of them that don't uh oh actually this was on johnny's show because that guy that Derek guy from hp race development or whatever um he was talking that like those pc bikes do not sound the same in sound testing that they do on that he's like dude they are so well, loud they, they on track cheat the, they can cheat the sound test in the beginning no problem they just shove some foam in the air box and shit like that but yes if they're doing it immediately after the race yes. that's when they need to be doing it yes and supposedly now they, they go as far number one so people did have uh neutral maps mm-hmm. now they make you do it in gear mm-hmm. and then they would have different maps right oh, so you click always it always something they're starting and to then it out. now they make you put both like they make you switch your maps so that you have to do both of them and so they're fine like the, yeah the, oh, sounding te- the dude, sounders are starting to get smart dude finally. and this was and this was Derek. he's like dude this is where like the privateers just don't even stand a fucking chance he goes yeah. number one the pipe you go buy off the shelf is way louder than any bike on that on that hrc truck he goes number two we don't have a way like or he's like well, I have ways. I'm not going to talk about them here, but he's like, or I have thoughts about how we could do this, but he's like, but most of the guys like don't have access to things to try to even remotely do this. So like, yeah, that's they can't pass out with the map. I've never thought about all that. Oh dude, it was insane. Him talking about it. And yeah, well, and they've been cheating that shit for years. Oh, everybody has. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but kitchen, this is a good start here. And yeah, he's right. in. I think he's, he's probably my title favorite here at this point. I would love that. I would love to see him get one for Mitch Kawasaki. Everybody. Here's the thing though. If he does. Okay. Now. So say then he wins, the then he gets thing. fucked because then he can defend next year and then he's out yeah by the time that comes i think there's a change coming i don't know i would love to see it but i don't know so uh march banks gets third beat phil i really thought phil was getting that Uh, third i I did too man i did too march Um, banks man uh i guess i didn't realize he sat all year last year out yeah yeah super cross yep um and i watched some of those club videos and damn he looked good Mm -hmm. so 
Um, no, this this is shaping up that it could be a, a pretty good year for March Banks. Like March Banks is one of those guys that kind of got screwed by the industry too. Like, yep. I don't really know what went down at Pro Circuit or what happened there, but it was something funky and weird. But this is a guy. You know, that was a rookie, one Daytona, like, mm-hmm. had a pretty good trajectory going, so. Yeah, and now he's just a Club MX professional here. Yeah, so. I mean, really good rides on the 450 as well. Yeah, so. yeah, so, I mean, that was good. Do I see him on the box the rest of the year? I don't know. I could see him getting back on the box. We'll see. He's start dependent, though. He's very Mike LaRocco-ish. Very start dependent. Yes. Yes. Um, And then, and then speaking of that, and then with what we talked about earlier, he's not really a guy that you can build a lot of story around. March Banks? Yeah. I mean, you you could, but it's, you'd yeah. have to really go off the track and off the... Ra- it's kind of like Tomac, and then it's like... You don't really is, know what he's got Yeah, on, and then right? it's like, is he open to having cameras around him all the time to build that, you know? Like... Well, being at the club facility, kind of... Yeah, so, but, I mean, but you're going to have to go outside the motorcycle facility to build a story around him, right, right. Um, you know, which is what you want to see around all these guys. I mean, you go to Jordan Smith, okay? I don't even know what kind of story you build around him. He's basically like a family man now, so who knows? Yeah, I remember him being a Suzuki guy on amateurs and stuff. Yeah, and then, like, Kitchen, okay? I feel like Kitchen's outgoing enough because I've seen him in, like, Chase's vlogs that you could, yeah. like, build a story around yeah. him, so that would be cool. March Banks, again, I don't really know. I, I think yeah. he's Tomac-ish of, like, he's into hunting and stuff like that yeah. i mean um, the next guy you could definitely build oh story. dude so phil good let, old phil so let's play a game here phil is a guy that man he should just be a main character in all of this yeah phil should get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just, just because be he is phil so let's play a game here okay what words came out of his mouth when cole thompson fell in front of him <laughs> get the fuck out of the way pick your fucking bike up i gotta go get the fuck up yeah <laughs> like how he stopped and he's waiting you could see his head you could see his head like move get the move, fuck out of the move. way oh man that and was that so awesome that literally cost him the podium that did too yeah yeah that was a big that was a big kick in the nuts there i was i was rooting for phil man. i can't wait to hear him on pulp this week talk about that because i know steve's gonna be like so what'd you say to cole when he was in front of you yeah. <laughs> so yeah that was awesome man that was and and Let's just, can we just say what heads up riding to see that the guy in front of you is going down and stop right at the top right of the at the top of the yeah. jump you know because otherwise what's he do he runs into him he falls over too he's and then he's really fucked yeah. so that was great that was great yeah. um good for the club team they should be stoked yeah they should be really stoked uh carson mumford fifth that was a sneaky good ride in the podium deal too yeah so. um Went down in the finish line area there, uh, and I guess his bike was just buried, so he just, supposedly what he says, he just, like, gassed it, spun a 360, got it up, something like that. That's a sneaky good ride for him. Where was he last week in the dry? He was, like, sick or something. He led, no, he led laps in the heat. I remember that. Yeah, and then kind of faded or whatever. Yeah, he had something going on going in. There's some Mumford Schmoda beef going on here, too, because they had to talk to him last week. The AMA went and talked to him because he got into Shimoda at press day. And the AMA went over and talked to him about it. And then he got into Shimoda in the race day, too. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. I was wondering what was going on with that. So, I again, we want to build some story. Let's build some story. What's going on? Now, I've heard some things about Carson. He's not the most fun guy to work for. Um, and so he probably holds some grudges there because Shimoda's still on a factory bike, and he's not. What's, what's this chip on his shoulder where he always thinks he should have the factory bike? He got a shot at Pro Circuit and didn't do shit with it. That's because i've heard he's not very fun to work with like a, like a prima donna like yeah like nobody none that. of the mechanics wanted to work with him i could see that 
they had to force somebody to work with him. So I don't know what he's really like. I've never talked to the kid. This is just what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see where he's like a little, like kind of got like some rich, yeah. rich kid. But think about it. He came up as he was supposed to be the dude there. And then him and Shmoda go pro basically about the same time there on the Geico. Then Geico closes down. And then what happens? Shmoda gets an opportunity at PC and Mumford gets shit on off to bar x or whatever at the time and then mcr and all this stuff pc too yeah didn't do nothing he with didn't it do what shimoda did with his shot no so that's that's all on him yeah he i know to grow up and look in the mirror nah well he doesn't want to maybe he'll get some vrm here in a year or two yeah we'll see maybe we'll Vince see can teach him a little thing or two so but it was cool to see him lead laps last week and we'll see how this progresses yeah, here i guess i do remember mumford trying to run it in on shimoda and i was kind of like what the hell well like i said i heard the press day something got heated there huh. let's build a story around that week yeah keep keep an eye on that <laughs> um, keep an eye on that at home people anthony bourdon uh sixth place dude running good good ride yeah he's like getting ready to pass for second he's just kicking it dude i would want to have a suzuki in a mud race because mm-hmm. uh not gonna run into boland or shimoda issues yeah this is true uh Varese, uh his bike stayed together seventh place good for him that's real good hunter yoder eighth didn't straight didn't see that Sh- either. Straight out <laughs> hey, of Shimano. Didn't have didn't have pulp fantasy. Didn't see that either. Yep. Had no idea. Didn't come straight out of Shimshuana. Yep. Uh RJ Hampshire, ninth. I kind of saw this day going that way just based off practice. Mm-hmm. Like casing the jump. Like I don't know. Crash twi- no, he crashed twice in practice. He cased the, the jump in the good. he cased the jump in the heat. Oh, he cased it in somewhere else, I'm pretty sure too. Because in practice he went down. No, in practice he went off. Or in qualifying, he went off between the finish line jump there. Mm-hmm. He got That's sketchy. And then he crashed later. Um, it was didn't, a, get, didn't get lift off something. I don't know. It was the most RJJ day uh, I've seen. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, my buddy Ray, it's got the perfect nickname for him. Oh, boy. Calls him Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's so uh, nine loses the red plate, and this is just kind of who he is. This is who he is. Let's see here. Twenty twenty four. He is in third right now. How many points home? I don't know. I just have. I'm just looking at his thing. So he's in again, third. yeah, like back to your point on the dry race stuff. We'll get back to a dry race and see if he gets back to. Normal. But I'm here to tell you, if he has another one of these, where he's like ninth, he's out. Of the I title, I agree. So this was his this was his mulligan here. He needs to get better at that. Uh, Mitchell Oldenburg tenth. Kind of saw that coming. I had him on my radar being a Minnesota guy and being yeah. a mud guy. So uh, Julian Bomer, Juju eleventh. He's not a mud dude. Yeah, he definitely should have rode his jet ski. He crashed a whole bunch. He said in his and his elbow was all fucked up. I did watch that video. Yeah, so he should have definitely ridden the jet ski. You would think so. Uh, Maxwell Sanford twelfth. Uh, Maddie Jorgensen, 13th, mm-hmm. Vincent Farola, 14th, Ooh. Vincent Varola? No idea who that is. Probably mm. his first main event, so congratulations <laughs> to He's him. He's from Simi Valley, Cali also. Uh, Cole Thompson, 15th, Jerron Stapleton, 16th, Deegan Hep, 17th. Okay, so I'm going to fact check that tweet. That said a CRF 450. It's a CRF 250 then. 
Yeah. Unless he found, somehow snuck his way in on a 415. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be the most privateer thing to do. Just yeah. put CRF 250 you, plastics on it. Do you think some basic ass fans saw Deegan like on the lineup and it was actually Deegan Hep? And they oh, were like, oh, 100%. Deegan. 100%. <laughs> Ain't that crazy, though, that we're, we're getting into the generation where dudes were so stoked on Brian they named their kids after him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. So Nate Thrasher's out of this title hunt. He's 18th. Did you hear the lo- cool. did you hear the low key jabs at him all week about being a pussy because of how he acted after he crashed there in A one? Who was kind of jabbing him? I heard some low key jabs on some podcasts this week. I don't remember exactly who, so I'm not going to name any names. Mm-hmm. But there were some low key jabs of how he might have mm-hmm. overreacted when he crashed there. I mean, you know who's the king of that? Flopping around and... Fortner's the king of that. Well, yeah, Fortner's that too. Fortner's taken some hits, though. Yeah, Fortner has taken some hits. But yeah, but that Thrasher crashed last week. Who knows? Um, And he obviously did not yeah. have a good night last night. I mean, the Webb night. thing didn't look very good, where Webb did the same thing and got up and finished. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I mean... He's just out of this title. He's so hot and cold. I wish I Justin was here so he could tell me how great Thrasher is, <laughs> and I could tell him how much of a fucking moron he is. Like, Ooh, dude, easy. Like the kid has won races, but like that's it. He's gonna win a couple races. He's gonna win a race cold. randomly, and then he's gonna not do shit the entire he's, rest of the he's season. Very, he's a lot like RJ, really. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. So he'll be like thirty-eight years old, like RJ and Smith. I mean, it's very reminiscent of that, actually. Making a living in the 250 class, which, hey, there's nothing wrong no, with that. No, nope, nothing wrong with that. And, uh, yeah, uh, Max Volan's bike decided it wasn't going to go anywhere anymore. He got 19th. That's rough. I had high hopes for Volan. I called him in the qualifying show yeah, as, as doing really well last night. Yep. Uh, so that's I rough. I think that was a, an electronics kind of deal. Probably how wet it was. Yeah, because it was like he was sitting there, like, "Come on, what what's happening?" Oh, yeah. Poor dude was bomb. Yep. Um, Ty Freehill twentieth. Uh, Rider D DNF. How about Have that twenty we... second win in the heat though, dude? Out of nowhere, dude. That's what I was talking about. I was, I was like, like, "This wow. is the dude I called at the pre-show right yeah. here." Yeah, like, man, he just got a start and was gone. See you later. Yes. Thanks for coming. Appreciate that Alpha win bonus. Never ridden mud in my life. That's what I was confused about too. I literally, I think I sent a text off to Coach and Johnny, and I was like, "Low key, like mud specialist? Question mark? Like, I don't get it." That was that was impressive really? though that that he raced, dude. Factory we- te- gas gas KTM Husqvarna was looking <laughs> was looking really good after the heats though. Oh man, have we heard anything as to what happened to him there? I'll be interested to hear that this week. Yeah, we listened to that this week. Probably figured it out, but yeah, I mean, I would assume since it's a DNF, that means he didn't even make the first lap, so it's got to be bike issue. I would think so. Maybe electronics again. Yeah, maybe. So I think the electronics are going have gone so far on these mm-hmm. bikes. Like that's the first thing to point at all the time. Yep. Uh, wet condition. But. Yeah, and then speaking of electronics and wet conditions, Joe Schmoda DNF for twenty second there. Not good. No, no, it was not. It's not a good look at this any one of the three Lars of those. Lundstrom's looking for that gas, gas, that Honda, or that uh, that pro circuit bike to get pushed off yeah i mean things were looking uh to be in a good direction after shimoto came out and killed him in that heat dude so i looked like an idiot yesterday because in qualifying show i said man shimoto's not a mud guy he sucks in mud then he comes out wins that heat and i'm like fuck okay that's the thing about mud though you yeah. can't predict and then he comes out in the main and just is like nothing right down okay, down early and then the bike just dies third corner in so that was rough 
That was rough to watch. So, all right, that's been your two bitty race recap brought to you by our friends at Complete Racing Solutions. There. Well, let's go with uh, let's round it out with lit kits and shit kits. Oh man. Oh, I don't even know. Okay. So look, it's my- it's hard to tell because of the thing last night okay, because well, of the yeah. mud. Well, so tell uh, me tell me yours, and then I just have a question about a kit for you. Okay. So my lit kit is a toss up between. Uh, the per- the PC boys, uh, Roxon with the Grand Prix cycle thing. Okay, that was what I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, I thought those were cool because uh, I like the story. What is the story on it? I don't know. Yeah, so Grand Prix Cycles is the very first shop to ever carry Fox gear. Oh, and it was from the area. Oh, so it was a little shout out to them. The, Got it. The colorway looked really good. Yeah, I like the colorway. Um, so yeah, lit kit there. Fox doesn't miss very often. Yeah, speed suit might have been a little bit of a miss, but <laughs> it was a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that stuff looked really cool. Um, and Sexton, I like Sexton's kit before it, uh, got dirty, but the, mm. it was kind of the orange, the blue, Yep. everything kind of went together, looked really good. Hmm. Um, and then for my shit kits, everybody at the end of the night, they all look like they were covered in shit. <laughs> they so. did. They did. Uh, I guess for a lit kit, I did like Tomax gear. Oh, uh, the pink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a fan of that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, and I, yeah, I was, I was going to ask about the, the Grana pre-cycles or whatever whatever. yeah Yeah, because i didn't really like i knew there was probably something behind it but i didn't fucking know so um yeah so okay lit kits and shit kits there we are so uh anything else you want to talk about here uh it's getting a little chilly in here that's all i know yeah it's cold it's snowing uh Uh, was there any anything any feedback on hurling's a star i don't know anybody call you an idiot Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, nobody yet from the did main you, show. Did you clip that and put it on there? Oh yeah, it just went, it just yeah, it just went up uh, about an hour ago. Two hundred twenty-nine views. Nice. Killing it. Let's go see if there's any comments on that. Go check that out. Our most recent video, my TLR tinfoil hat from last week. I talking caught, about early too. Going to uh, yeah. Here, first comment. They <laughs> oh, never mind. How many comments? No, never mind. That was for the that was for the thing last night uh let's see oh only i would love to see it if this happens prado will be pissed i agree it was jeffrey would be epic but too late lf gggggggg roger needs to retire he couldn't put a full sentence together the other day he sounded like biden (laughs) (laughs) said that he said that about roger Uh, uh, quite a few comments off the rip already yeah um slayer 6936 you need to dm me i'm sending you a t-shirt man that was fucking (laughs) awesome (laughs) (laughs) oh man i got a reaction dude that was great holy crap uh yeah no that's pretty good man that's pretty uh yeah that's pretty good so i'm that's great like, that we're comment like and comment just, subscribe just stomp man on that subscribe button yeah uh yeah so uh i guess that's been the show thanks to all our sponsors tlr coatings complete racing solutions holster co isaac nelson designs and week. gutter works you're out next week i'll be in arizona yes where are you going to arizona for uh kawasaki is releasing some new products so can we talk about them nobody uh, watches this show well, so it's okay uh the dealer meeting so all of our dealers will be there mm. um gonna be really cool we're gonna have some demo rides stuff like that um they're releasing the ridge what's the ridge um so it's gonna be a new uh premium side by side so that we've Mm. been dropping some teaser videos and stuff and me i know just about as much as the public does 
Hmm. Like very tight lipped. So interesting. Um, they do a great job. With like that. a racing side by side, or <coughs> like a like a utility side by side. Uh, so like a mixture of both, it seems. So in the teaser Strange. videos, from what I've seen, it looks like there's going to be an HVAC, like full enclosed cab. Mm-hmm. So you have heat, air, uh, navigation, kind of like a Polaris North Star. Okay. Um, and then in the other teaser videos, they showed a inline four. Hmm. So I don't know if that's going to be based off like the the H two platform a little bit. Interesting with that drivetrain. Yeah, uh, it looked like they teased a uh, like a dump bed. Hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be a full enclosed side by side enclosed cab, whole yeah. wheel climate controlled, but also fast and handles well, mm-hmm. but also able to work in the yard with. Hmm. If that's the goal with it, then yeah. this thing will be awesome. But. Uh, no, I'm excited, man. I'm super hmm. excited to get out there and see that thing, and then uh, a couple other things on the on the street side I think are coming. So again, hmm. I I don't know anything until I get there, which is kind of cool. Where they they keep it tight lipped to get yeah. us us guys out in the field excited about it too. So any update on us testing a SR four fifty? I mean, we might be might be able to work something out with a dealer. Is how you'd be able to do that. Great. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> well, so like the Team Green program and stuff like that, where yeah. you can demo a bike out. Yeah, yeah. So it would, yeah, you might be able to, to work something out like that. But sweet, let's do that. Uh, there's no SR this year though. Are all the SRs sold? You want to ride a current SR? Yeah. Ziegler's got one right in the front door. It smacks you in the face as soon as you walk in. I don't think they're going to want to work with me. No? <laughs> I think, well, maybe you can be like, hey, I got a real high-end client that we need to yeah, demo this yeah. with. Well, uh, that, but, that, uh, but if you put my name in association with that, that's not going to work. It's tough with an SR, though. I don't, I don't know. This could help an SR or not help an SR. I'd have to see if you could put them on the demo program. But I mean, can I ride a, Can we get a normal one? Like just a normal 450? Yeah, I've got one. Can we get a normal two? Actually, you know what would be better? Can we get a normal 250? 250? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. Like, can we just like can we demo a normal 250 for a day? I don't know. It may. It's we'll have to see. Maybe we can to like side. Maybe by, we can get a sponsor on the show and negotiate a deal, and maybe like where we can test it and bring content and all that stuff. But I gotta walk a fine line too because I want to have a, a same relationship with all my dealers and yeah, of playing favorites. So. Cool, let's not pull favorites. We'll just do we'll go around the horn per year. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be cool. But no, I I, I wanna keep a uh level playing field for all my dealers and stuff, but uh, I doubt any of them listen to this, but maybe someday they will. But my it's funny, my coworker Brett. Yeah. And I doubt he'll ever get this far into a show, but he uh <laughs> he sends me a link the other day. And it was uh, our pre-show about Jason Anderson. Oh, really? And he, he saw it, and it was about Kawasaki, so he clicked yeah. on it, and then my face came up. And he's like, <laughs> man, it's a hard listen with you guys with all your Michigan accents. And I was like, what? <laughs> we have accents? So apparently, we have accents. No one said that. No one has commented about the accents. We get comments all the time about talking over each other. Which I try to do better with doing, We've been but trying to do better with that. Well, we don't. We did good tonight because we don't have Justin. Yeah, and it, it's tricky too because. We're sitting here having a conversation, mm. per se, which that's how conversations go. Is someone's talking, and then, oh, you want to make a point, so then you talk over them, so it's, it's yeah, real. Yeah, that's, that's one thing, like, if you listen to, like, Steve or Jace mm-hmm. or the guys that are really good at it, yeah, they're really good at getting their in and out points. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Steve is really good at, like, you know, they'll be talking about something, and then he'll just be like, 
okay, and that's it. We're on to our next segment. Presented yeah. By whatever, just cut them out. Doesn't I give Steve a lot of credit too, because to put that whole show together, okay, mm-hmm. five hours on a Monday night live with calls and with a uh, uh, guest. I mean. He lines the guests up like it, yeah. it's hard enough for me to line up say like kev to come on here to get him pff, hammer down and to come on let alone to do three or four riders like fuck all yeah. that well, you gotta you gotta reach out to the guy and you gotta say hey i got you slotted in for this time this mm-hmm. is when it's gonna work and i'm gonna have you off at this time yeah and you make sure to keep an eye on that clock because yep. if you respect their time they're gonna respect your time and come back on yeah that's that is what makes it tricky and that is something that i need to be better at so for example when kev comes on now kev is a bit of a different circumstance yeah. because he's you know a, a buddy of ours now at this point um so and he's willing yeah, to chat like another guy so like, but hey, yeah. man, we'll put you on at 30. We'll get you off at 8. 7.30, we'll get you off at 8. But this is something I've been having conversations, too. Like, these privateer guys who need exposure or money or anything, but then do not pick up the phone or return DMs or anything like that. Like, bro, you got you to gotta do it. Yeah, it, it depends on the guy. You could grab him. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I've been having some different conversations with some different people around the industry about this. And they're like, yeah, dude, these privateers drive me nuts because I want to give them money. And they don't answer their phone. Yeah. To like even be like, okay, cool. Where do I send the check? <laughs> like they just don't. They just don't answer the phone. It's like, and then they cry about. Oh, I don't have any money. I don't have any sponsors. Yeah, you, you gotta put the legwork in. Yeah, yeah. That, that, shout out to Carnell because he's put the legwork in. Yeah. Himself. But also, it rubbed me a little the wrong way. Did you see the post he put out? About okay, Vince? we could we could talk about that for a sec too. Yeah, I yeah, I did. That, I think that was a little overboard. I did too. And I think that was a. Like, hey, I'm not making the main this year. I barely made mains last year. I got to do this to stay relevant because it's a topic in the sport. Yeah. He's really good at staying relevant without being on the results sheet. So, yeah. So, now, props to him for doing that. But I think that was a little more over the line. And even enough yeah. for J Law to call him out on it. Yeah. And and here's the, here's the thing, though. Uh, there was a DM sent to me by a buddy. Uh, who was talking to another podcaster, and this podcaster was basically just laying waste to Carnow about how he was a, he was a piece of shit and a waste of a fucking spot on the gate and all this crap like Damn. that. I mean, dude, he was just going off, and it's not a guy with a big following either. Like, it's it's not anybody that most of us would even remotely know who they are. I do because obviously I know all the other podcast guys mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never talked to this guy either, so I don't know. But man, the the DMs he was sending my buddy, I was like, wow, You're ripping him on, huh? Yeah, like for for us guy. And again, I'm with you. I look at it, I go, that eh, was probably a little over the line for you know, hey, trying to stay relevant. Yeah, kind of thing. like you probably shouldn't DM. Like if you want to put that out there, just post it on his thing. Just like just J-Law comment said. it. Yeah, like don't DM him and then screenshot it and then whatever. Then like just the DM, just yeah. just post it. But uh, yeah, the way this J-Law guy was going at it, some truth for once in his life. J Law super interesting. He has a members site or something. <laughs> he has a members site or something. Oh, I don't know what the hell that was all about. I don't know either. But he called out Carnow. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, um, it's getting cold in here, yeah, so we're going to wrap yeah, this wrap up. up. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors. Again, make sure to watch a uh, live qualifying show. Uh, are you leaving Sunday or are you leaving Saturday? I leave Sunday. You want to come over Saturday and do the qualifying or something? 
Mm, I might. I don't know what I got going on. Okay. I might be able to come do something. But yeah, as far as the, the main show goes, I'll be off. Hopefully, Justin will be back. He said he's going to be here next week, so we'll see. Yeah, I, um, roads will be better, so we won't use that. Excuse yeah. Me. Well, um, yeah. So like I said, uh, live qualifying show every single week. I actually am in the process of uh, stepping up our quality game there. Um, uh, reaction show after every race here, at least yeah. through, like I said, the first five rounds here. We'll see how it goes. It's going well. So as of right now, I'm just going to continue here. And uh, and then main show on Tuesday. So hopefully yeah. we won't have any computer issues here. We'll get this out on Tuesday and not Wednesday this week. And uh, we can keep rolling through. Yeah, and I saw some requests, too, of uh, getting the main show live and figured out we'll so. see i'm that i don't is, know how that'll work that but. is the whole essence of playing with the live feeds right now for the qualifying yeah, uh, that's learn. a very loose program yeah of like if we don't basically as soon as qualifying two starts with like b group or whatever i'm trying to be up and running and then we'll just roll through everything um but again this is playing with it like i said i i thought i was going to have a different setup this week than i did last week that obviously didn't happen um i ordered the wrong cord basically so next week we hopefully will be up in a little different realm of uh equipment that we're using and as long as this stuff continues to go well and everything then we'll start hopefully live streaming more because it seems to go well because like last week we had 20 something people watch um you know, we'll just talk well, about the this. Live, off. Yeah, yeah, the live premiere had a lot of people too. So yeah. thank you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. So thanks everybody awesome. for watching. Like, subscribe, comment down below your thoughts on all of our thoughts. And uh, we'll be back next week here. So thanks everybody.